Hey, y'all, it's Kyle. And I wanted to drop in before today's episode to issue a quick trigger warning. Um, we're trying out a new kind of episode, a new series uh, that we're really excited about. But because of the nature of the episode, we do discuss quite a bit of violent content. If that's not your thing, we absolutely understand. We hope you'll check out some of our other episodes. Uh, we just recorded a real fun Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan cast last week that we are psyched about. If you're into music, our Stewards of Sound series is a fun listen, so we hope you'll check out some of our other episodes. But if this is one that you need to skip because of the violent content, we absolutely understand. I also want to disclaim that this episode talks about characters from the Harry Potter universe, from the Wizarding World. And I don't want to sidestep or ignore the fact that that universe has been you know, the source of a lot of um, pain and discomfort for a lot of people right now um, because of the hateful message that J.K. Rowling has put out into the world. We at Planet Fantasy want to make it explicitly clear that we don't stand with any of the bullshit that she has spouted. And in fact, if you are one of our trans or non-binary friends listening to this episode, we want you to know sincerely from the bottom of our hearts that we see you, we love you, and we accept you just as you are. Um, our goal with this episode is to uh, not promote any of said bullshit that JK has put out, but instead to celebrate the things that are still enjoyed from the Harry Potter universe. It's been a special place for a lot of people over the years, and it's been tricky the last couple of years to still find things that we can uplift and celebrate from those books and those movies. And so our goal is to celebrate those things that we do still cherish and find very special. And we hope that that is the spirit of today's episode. Thanks, y'all. The game makers were getting bored, and so they crafted a new game. One that would involve the best from worlds we all know and love. This first one would dive into the wizarding world. And so the game makers went about gathering the chosen competitors, plucking them from spots in time when their powers are at their peak, dropped together into a massive arena that looks suspiciously like the Forbidden Forest. They are all told the rules. Kill or be killed. Survive to the end to be the winner of the Harry Potter Hunger Games. To another episode of the Planet Fantasy Podcast, and we're your host, your game makers, Damon and Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? It's going great, man. I'm ready to watch some people fight to the death. How are you? Oh, I'm splendid. Anytime uh, we can talk about people killing each other in a very fun, uh, <laughs> recreational way, I'm I'm here for it. So, and if anyone is confused about what we are talking about, we'll, we'll just let the cat out the bag. We're here for the harry potter hunger games and as you heard at the top we are here to discuss who will survive who will win who will be victorious in this contest and we have some people some fellow game makers to join us first Kristen, how's it going it is going super well it's i can't believe how dark it is like already i feel like it's very late at night but otherwise things are excellent <laughs> That's very true. I don't like the night, like the change of the seasons and the daylight savings time. I, I would like rather it be like night, like daytime until like eight, eight thirty. That's what that's what I like. Big agree. Uh, our second game maker joining us, Jitanya. How's it going? 
Pretty good, guys. How's it going over there? Going great. Pretty good Sunday. It's pretty chill. Just uh, football and, and prepping for this fun podcast. You ready for it, Chaitanya? Can't wait. Lovely. And then our third game maker joining us today, Micah. How's it going? Uh, it's going uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag. I'm a Kansas City guy and um, watched the Chiefs play maybe their worst game in the last five years. It's had a lot of great Chiefs memories over the last several years. You hate to see it. Oh, oh I hate it. That was rough, man. Poor Patty. But, uh, you know, we'll recover, we'll bounce back, and I'll take my frustration out in, uh, you know, a death-style arena. <laughs> awesome. Well, since we are all here and accounted for, let's just get into the nitty-gritty. Kyle, do you want to give the people a quick rundown of how this will go? Yeah, so um, this is going to be really experimental, kind of free-flowing. We're just going to be kind of having our first segment, introducing our competitors. We voted beforehand on our, uh, I think, a total of 16 competitors um, fighting in this arena. And we're going to you know, run down each of them and then opening remarks on what we think happens at the beginning. Of, I think the most exciting of any Hunger Games is like the first, you know, 10 minutes or whatever, when it's just a mad dash to get weapons and stuff. I like so we'll how talk you say that, that, like you have a lot of experience with different Hunger Games. Yes, like, yes. Having, having lived through. beginning's my favorite. Exactly. Live, live through plenty. Um, they call me Haymitch. Uh, we're, that's going to be the opening part, kind of talking about, you know, what happens in the beginning. And then we're just going to run down uh, who we think, you know, dies first, what kind of alliances are formed. Yeah, it's going to be lots of fun. Very bloody, very gory. You know, we're going to lose some fan favorite characters probably again with some of these people. Uh, it's going to be rough. So, Damon, you want to give them a rundown of who is competing today? Yes, we decided for 16 because if we went with the 24 that is, you know, in the actual Hunger Games, we'd be here way too long. Okay, we wanted to cut it down a little bit, but still have a fun, large amount of people. Right. So, the competitors for the Harry Potter Hunger Games, Albus Dumbledore, Minerva McGonagall, Hermione Granger, Severus Snape, Remus Lupin, Sirius Black, Nymphadora Tonks, Alistair Mad-Eye Moody, Harry Potter, Fenrir? Finner? Fenrir? Fenrir? Greyback. Wolfman. Lily Potter, Voldemort, our boy, our good friend, Tom, Bellatrix Lestrange, Dobby, and Molly Weasley. Molly Wobbles herself. The MILF herself. All right. So we are going to be strict about this. I'm just kidding. We're not going to be strict. But we are going to stick to some timetables. So I'm going to start my clock at 10 minutes. And we'll just start by what we think happens at the beginning of this, this Hunger Games. What do we think it happens? I've got so, a yeah, go ahead, Kaya. Right off the bat. Mm -hmm. What are all, in this arena, how many different magical objects, potions, flowers are uh, accessible here to these people? Is this like the entire gamut of magical uh, wizardry is, is there accessible here or various things? I think so, if you put it in the realm of the world you're talking about, so like with the Hunger Games, you've got all kinds of just regular, you know, weapons like bows and arrows, tridents, whatever. With Harry Potter, I think it would be. What do you guys think? Do you think they would be? They would have their wands from the get go. Yeah, I think it's style. Like they would have their wands, but like that's it, kind of thing. And then like right. yeah. there might be like plants that are helpful, or like different objects, but like some stuff might be like transfigured to like be some. I kind of see this as like an 
X Games version of like the Triwizard stuff, where it's just like everything like yeah. thrown in. Okay. I like a bunch of potions randomly, uh, you know, thrown throughout. Yeah, and just like how in the real Hunger Games, there's like wild animals and stuff sometimes that come into play. Like there could be like magical creatures and all that, like out there, like kind of thing. And we should have said this is in the a Forbidden Forest style arena, right? So you know, it's it's just like they're they're out there. Ferenz feels very at home. So he might have the leg up on everyone. Legs up. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Boom. <laughs> I wasn't going to make it this time. <laughs> I think right off the bat, you know, just like in any Hunger Games uh, scenario, you know, there's a little bit of chaos. But first thing that happens is people try to kind of find their tribe, right? They right. try to find mm-hmm. their people who they can trust, right? There, there are some pretty obvious ones here. You can imagine Harry and Hermione... They're going to stick together, right? I mean, if in the end they have to go to blows, that's that's going to be rough. But, you know, I think there are some pretty obvious pairings. Are there any, any groupings off the bat you see just kind of immediately sticking together? Any of the I, can, I can see like a, a Hogwarts professor kind of thing happening. You get Dumbledore, McGonagall. I think, I think Snape would go with them. Now, I think because this is in the context of... A Hunger Games outside of the context of our main story in Harry Potter, Snape's allegiances are much less like dubious or or ambiguous. He's just trying to win. So I think I feel like he would just go to who he knows is more powerful. And at the end of the day, if it's between Voldemort and Dumbledore, I think that's Dumbledore. So here's what I see. I see like a big split where it's like basically good guys and bad guys, which is unfortunate because in my Excel sheet here that I have, there's like 10 <laughs> people essentially who are like Order of the Phoenix, Hogwarts staff, like good guys and then you have like grayback voldemort and bellatrix who are like the bad guys and then i think you have like snape off on his own trying to like protect lily from the shadows kind of thing i think you also I like have forens i think you also have forens going off on his phone because he's like humans are the worst and everything and then i also think you have mad eye going off on his own because he's just like fuck this like no i know i can look out for myself better than if i'm like with other people kind of thing I dig that, Chaitanya. Any any fun pairings you you you, uh, you can see? I do like the breakup of Order of the Phoenix, good guys and bad guys. I do wonder because a big thing here is going to be trust. I wonder if the people most likely to try to take each other out first would be Fenrir, Voldemort, and Bellatrix, just because they think, like, just in a vacuum, that they are the most powerful. I I feel like Fenrir would be like, Voldemort needs me. Voldemort thinks I don't need anyone, and Bellatrix thinks, well, she's crazy, at least by all character assumptions at this point. So I don't know what you'd do. But I think they trust everyone the least, and I think that extends to like the bad guy pairing. So I don't know if they would actually team up or not. Right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Greyback, I'm just gonna throw my hat in real quick for him. I feel like he would be the dark horse of this entire thing. I think this is kind of him and his element. It's the same kind of deal with Forenzi. Like, I feel like they're most suited to something like this, where it's basic survival, right? I feel like he wouldn't even go for, like, many weapons. I mean, are we... Here's the thing. We didn't really sort this out earlier, but, like, with someone like Greyback, is this is this a an ability to transform into a werewolf Greyback, or is it just Greyback? I think because it says, like, that Greyback, like is wolf-like kind of by default like all the time he's just like stronger at the full moon that's kind of how like it's been couched to us so i would imagine he's not like full-blown 
werewolf, but I would imagine like especially like at nighttime, he is just more stronger, like stronger and more active than usual. Okay, gotcha. Damon, go ahead. And I feel like this, you know, this could last multiple days. And I feel like maybe the full moon's maybe the last night. So Mm -hmm. if him and or Remus last that long, you got yourself hard a hard thing to to handle. Yeah, Kyle, I liked what you were saying regarding uh, Fenrir as a dark horse. But on the flip side, I was scanning through our list of contenders, and I was thinking, you know, when a Hunger Games first starts off, there's the people who dart to the middle and just immediately there's there's at least a couple characters who just are going at it right away yeah and the ones that jumped out were like Fenrir and Moody they're not messing around there's, <laughs> there's someone to kill here and I'm taking them down I could see that potentially just the two of them going straight for the throat and one of them emerges not necessarily but those characters to me aren't the ones who are necessarily um Game planning as much as just uh, thinking I can just I can just take this guy down or whoever <laughs> my path. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I fair. See. That's fair. So I see a couple of like alliances protection things happening that are going to be very vital, I think, going forward, because for one, Molly is going to be protecting Hermione and Harry with her life as well as Lily Potter. Like yeah. in Harry vice versa even like i feel like harry and lily would maybe even be like inseparable even just as much as like harry and hermione in this situation is like you know like this happened like why not protect them protect each other as much as they can and then dobby who is my dark horse to win it all if the cards fall right because he's going to be protecting harry so as long as he doesn't bite the bullet for our boy again i was gonna say you mean like he's been one? I mean, I just, I'd like to note he was taken out by not a magical spell, but a fucking knife. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> a literal knife. <laughs> uh, I, and like Micah said, I think there's definitely going to be some deaths right away, like some attacks, because they're right there in the open before anyone can escape. Someone's going to go down. I think uh, Frenzy is going to pretty much escape and hide right away. He knows what's going on. He knows how to navigate. Um, I could see Harry and Hermione dashing quickly and uh, Dumbledore probably as well. And I, who knows what Dumbledore is really doing in this? I I don't know what his, like if he's going to be trying to protect everyone, keep everyone safe. If he's just going to kind of go out on his own. And so he only has to worry about himself and everything that one's to kind of one to worry about. <sighs> I, I would have to say I'm leaning towards definitely a big battle right at the beginning as far as someone yep. like Tonks or Moody, someone like Greyback or Lestrange, maybe Snape even going down right away, right at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I've definitely got oh my Snape God, so upset. versus Remus and Sirius, just bad blood from school. Like, definitely them seeking each other out. I was going to say, I think what happens is you have people who are, like, either very smart or very cocky and, like, don't go for the thing at the middle because they think, I don't need any of this stuff. I'm good. I'm out. And then you have, like, our mid-level players really go at it, like, trying to, like, just make it a bloodbath. So, like, you have, like, Bellatrix for sure and Greyback and all that. I think Tonks ends up in there also and, like, Sirius and Lupin for sure. And, like, people trying to, like, like, we don't need this. Like, let's go. It's like, no, like, we're going to do this kind of like reckless thing right um I think there's definitely a split there between like who goes for the supplies and who doesn't think they need them yeah 
All right, we've got one minute left of this opening segment. So give me your last predictions about maybe your alliances going forward. Who do you think is paired up going out of this initial uh, scrap? I think in terms of like physical location, Harry and Hermione for sure are together. Harry has the yeah. built advantage of he has the most people who are watching over him either nearby or from afar, right? Like you guys said, Lily is out there. Her sole goal is not to win, it's to keep Harry alive. Dobby's goal, probably yeah. to keep Harry alive. There's right? a Lily Dobby Molly alliance of just yep. protect Harry Potter at all costs. <laughs> like going. going back to what Damon said, Dobby also has to build an advantage. You never know what elves can do. He's probably apparating in and out of the arena, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure there's spells in it that prevent that from happening. And he's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go out and <laughs> get whatever I need. I'm going to bring it back. And. I mean, He's like, oh, did you guys need snacks? I got it. I'm <laughs> all over it. Hitting up creature for a sandwich, returning it to Harry. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I do think, like you guys said, there's definitely some sort of like some of the more brash um, Phoenix members, you know, serious, uh, moody. They're just going toe to toe with the Death Eater or two. And in my mind, someone in either that brash Death Eater or brash Order of the Phoenix member is probably going to be the first to fall. That's my thought. Okay. I dig it. I definitely think the alliance of the Harry protectors are going to take whisk the uh, the children, the younger kids away, and hide while Lupin and Tonks and Moody and all take the fight directly to them. And then we're going to essentially get whoever escapes from that, whoever survives, we're essentially going to get them hunting down the other side. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I could see Voldemort just kind of ticking people off one by one. It's going to be really hard to get Voldemort out of this. And I feel like it's going to be a, a like a four-on-one kind of Dumbledore, Snape, McGonagall all at once at him. So that's my bet on the best way to get out, get rid of him and what's going to be happening right at the beginning. Yeah. I will say I'm, I'm not making... He was he was doing something. There was something good going on there. Kyle, for a second. Oh, okay. Ah, I'm back. <laughs> Sorry, I was called away for game game maker duties. Um, I, I will say though, real quick, that this is the best chance Voldemort has ever had at actually killing Harry. Otherwise, he's Owen whatever, Owen five, Owen six. Like this is where the playing field is literally like it could not be more even. Other than the fact that, you know, like, like y'all are mentioning, Harry does have those protectors, but they could be taken out by someone else early on in the game. So if it comes down to it, I feel like Voldemort has a better chance against Harry this time. I like it. I dig it. Any last, last thoughts? I think it's time to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ooh. All right. I'm setting the clock at five minutes. Let's go. Anyone throwing your first your first I think predict- we're losing Sirius Black right out of the gate. I think that you do have like Ooh. a Death Eaters Order of the Phoenix thing, and I think you have like Sirius up against Bellatrix and like Greyback is also there. And I think that I think we lose our boy like just being like headstrong, trying to like protect everybody and like get at the Death Eaters like kind of thing. I think that's a strong possibility. Can I yeah. offer a potential counterpoint? Yeah. I think Sirius, as Padfoot in this arena, can't be discounted the ability to just be a bit... That's fair. Be a sneaky dog in a large <laughs> outdoor space. 
Um, you know, maybe even uh, cozy up in dog form to like Voldemort and Bellatrix on the sly. And there's like, oh, there's a sweet dog here that I can, uh, you, you know, maybe Voldemort thinks he can turn Kyle's into a horcrux. Kyle is, is, is if, it's, if it's not a snake that he can turn into a horcrux, Voldemort's going to be like, get that thing away from me. <laughs> um, what is this fucking very thing? Very true. I was also worried about Sirius off the bat as, as a potential, because he, you know, he's just going to go for it. Um, I was, but you know, I thought I'd toss the dog out there as a potential padfoot save. And by it, <laughs> oh, you yeah, mean that's, Snape. Yeah, that's that's true. I feel like it's mm, I, as much as I hate killing Sirius first because, like, I wanted to go into this and not kill the people that already canonically died. But I think, yeah, Sirius is reckless. He's gonna go in head first, and if he's not immediately trying to protect Harry, he's gonna just immediately start trying to attack either Bellatrix or Snape. It's one of those two. Mm -hmm. And either way, I think both of them outmatch him. I mean, Voldemort, obviously, but I... Or, sorry, Snape, obviously, but I think uh, Bellatrix also has the edge on him as well. So, I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree with that. I think it's uh, Sirius as well. Oh, no. Counterpoint, do we have Remus teaming up with Sirius, going up against one of the Death Eaters. I think we do, Would but that I think that, enough? like, also, I think also, like, Tonks is there and, like, Harry's there. And mm -hmm. I think Lupin's like, we got to chill out. And Sirius Black is just like, Sirius, yes. And he just goes out and, like, does his own thing. <laughs> like, I think Lupin is honestly have his hands full because Greyback, all he's thinking right now is, finally, I, I got Lupin all to myself. I can finish and, the job. But Tonks is maybe probably helping with that. So maybe they're able to hold off Greyback together. Yeah. In black, but that leaves, I think, Sirius to get his ass handed to him from like either Tri Bellatrix or Voldemort. Because Moody's probably taking care of one or the other. Okay, Sirius can die, but we can't have Bellatrix kill him again. No. And he's <laughs> dog form. If he's dying, at least let him go down as a human being. Padfoot will live. <laughs> That's fair. I, I think Voldemort, if, if it was Voldemort versus Sirius, that, that matchup, I think it's it's a very respectful way for Sirius to bow out as the first competitor. I mean, he was in, in Azkaban for, for years, and, like, you know, was he? did they ever say he was the most talented or powerful wizard? No, but, I mean, he still held his own in all the duels we saw. But ultimately, he did, you know, he did succumb, especially against Voldemort. I, I think he's just kind of, you know... I don't think he's got it. Okay, at least he's going down in style. That's brutal. That's brutal. Is, is that a vote then? Are are we all wands raised for that one? I vote yes. Yeah. And, and he hasn't yeah. taken. I'm I'm trying to keep track of who's killing who. So we have Sirius taken down by just Voldemort right off the bat. Is that correct? I'm thinking like a good old AK, like after a, a good a good decent you know minute minute couple minutes fight you know while everyone's trying to get get away you know he's trying to make sure they're they're gone and he's just he, he's, he's taken out i think and you're going just straight up avada kedavra i'm sure we'll come up with many more creative deaths along the way we can't just always go avada but you're thinking that right but i think especially at the beginning when it's just like an all-out like battle royale like yeah. fight to the death kind of thing i think that it's not the most time to get creative with how you kill people. And that's yeah, kind yeah. of Voldemort's MO anyway. He's yeah. efficient. Let's get this done. Voldemort knows like Next. four spells also. That's why <laughs> right. him and Harry are so well. Yeah, Harry, Harry will have to use something other than Expelliarmus in this match, which might get him killed. <laughs> well then, uh, let's fire off the cannons for our first death. 
Serious Black. Pew 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 cannons. Big rip. Big rip. Pew pew. All right. All right. Let's set the clock for. And death here we go. Five minutes. Anyone? Okay, so I think that you can't discount. I think you have to think through how that death is going to impact the people. And the people most impacted is one Harry. We've, we saw how Harry reacted when mm. Sirius actually got killed by Bellatrix. He started to fucking crucio her, right? And he, and he meant it. And he was, like, going for broke over there. Um, I mean, he, he – uh, so he's going to maybe just go charging afterwards. And then I think that kind of plays out a domino effect. Um, Lupin also going to be – very impacted by this, but he's a bit more level-headed. So that's, I think, kind of the most immediate thing that I think about is who's going to react to Sirius' death the most, which is Harry, and Harry's kind of the the queen on the chessboard who impacts the most people. I was going to say, I think we definitely could lose a Harry protector then where, like, Harry starts to go out and someone's like, oh, no, Harry Potter, and then, like, gets yeah. in the crosshairs. Right. I also From- think it's Harry for sure, but I also think Tonks will be... I don't remember what happened with her in the um, the Battle of the Ministry, but I think she'll be pretty affected by this as well. And it's possible she just goes with Harry to, you know, to get back at Voldemort. It's possible she just kind of runs off with him. Um, Remus was the one kind of holding him back in that initial death in, in Order of the Phoenix, but I feel like, I, yeah, I just think that Tonks would be would be right there with Harry. I do wonder, because from the very beginning, when I found out about what what these characters were going to be, I had a sneaking suspicion that alliances could be formed to take out Voldemort pretty early. Because there's no strategy, necessarily. Not not at the very beginning, at least. And I wonder, because I do agree that Harry is definitely in a position where he could lose it and just go all out. And instead of pulling him back, whether people like a Dumbledore, a Megalian, Molly, Lily, Dobby, I wonder if they try to team up and take out Voldemort at this point. Because, have, the, longer, uh, yeah. because the longer he stays, the more dangerous he becomes. Yeah. I could also see like Dumbledore like looping in for Renz on this one and being like, listen, like if you help us take out the big guy like early on, then like you are off to like go and do your own thing. Then like you don't know us anything else kind of like stuff and being like just help us get this taken care of. And then like, we don't know you anything. You don't know us anything like, and that's it kind of thing. Right. No more detentions in the forbidden forest. (laughs) (laughs) So are we, are we saying a possible, just large, large assault on Voldemort? As soon as he takes down black, we see Harry upset and Tonks upset and, and Dumbledore in there. We're just like, okay, we, if we don't do this, then who knows what else is going to happen. We need to take them out now. And they just use the anger. It's like use Harry's anger, use Sirius's anger, um, use uh, Remus's anger potentially, um, and like the wiser protectors and like the power figures on the good guy side maybe say we need to use this and harness it because if it goes away, who knows? We don't get another shot at this guy. So are we saying okay? Dumbledore and McGonagall definitely would be attacking him. Then you would have the protectors. You have Lily and Molly also. That's a pretty strong team up against Voldemort. Is Voldemort getting any help from anybody? Oh, you know Bellatrix is there. Bellatrix I mean, is there. That's her one true love. Like, she's going to be there protecting him. Greyback, possibly? Greyback is probably there to get in at Lupin. 
at who's like yes. gonna be yeah, on yeah. the thing. Like he's not right. actually there to like defend Voldemort, but he's like gonna use this as an opportunity to like see what he can do. Right. This and I is... think Lorenz is also in there. Yeah, I don't know if Voldemort could handle this. Like he's a strong guy, but like there's strength in numbers. At some point, like Dumbledore himself is is a lot to handle. So if if that's what happens, I think Voldemort would would maybe crumble. Though maybe Tonks would go down before. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we. Who, I think who does we he lose, take out? Right. I think we lose at least one person like on his way out. Right. Tonks maybe Lupin. Does Greyback get a hold of Lupin while this is going down? There's also, uh, I mean, you know, Dobby is in there as well. I know I've yeah. been like kind of shitting on him, but he he has been, you know, I don't know what what's happening with him at that point. Like whether he's fighting, you know, Bellatrix again or like I don't want that to happen again. But he's also in there and is a very real possibility of someone getting taken down by Voldemort. Mm-hmm. I think Voldemort takes two, maybe three out because he's not just going to go down quietly. Yeah. I do think, though, just in the interest of making, I, I think it would make it really interesting if he were to go down early, because then it kind of shifts the power dynamics of the hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's and not I think if the they would, bad. I think if they would know that, like, if we let him go too right. long, this that's it's a, it's a wash. It's going to be just Dumbledore versus Voldemort at the end, kind of thing. Yes. So, like, I definitely think it's possible that he would go out, but yeah, I think this is going to be like a bloodbath. Voldemort is very showy and a bit of a diva, and in Voldemort's mind, he's got an audience. This is the time. Kill Harry right off the bat. His Voldemort's thing is he wants to take out everyone and have it come down to Harry and Voldemort with all of Pan Am slash Hogwarts watching, yeah. where he can take down Harry and be like, "Look, it was just us two. So he's probably thinking as as Harry's kind of counterattack squad is happening, he's like, "I gotta gotta get rid of these fools." in his way protecting him so that I can get to Harry. But he would be more devastated than Lily if Harry died just like casually by Right. In like So I'm gonna two. say that I think you either have Molly or Lily like in front of Harry kind of thing. I think if Dobby jumps in front of Harry to save him, I think he's got a shot because he's got all this like weird elf magic that nobody understands. But I definitely <laughs> think that you have like Lily and or Molly like jumping in front of him, like, trying to, like, defend. And I think that we lose at least one of the moms. Well, that's the thing. That's the question. If it if it's Lily, is this just, like, is Harry now just protected for the rest of the game? Like, are we, are we you know, like, that kind of magic? Is that in play? I think this, this I think it just comes up in general if you're going to do this kind of thing because people are going to, like, sacrifice themselves for each other. Right. Like, and the intent, yeah. yeah. Right, like, that's just going to be a thing in the game yeah. yeah and then we're gonna and then what's gonna happen is you're gonna have people fighting other people who've had people die for them and i think at some point it just like canceled out yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's fair um yeah molly or lily i mean i it's tough to lose either of them so early but it does make sense because they would be the very first to dive in front i think i have a nomination between those two if i may if it has to be one of those two I think losing Lily this early again would be just very painful. And I think, I think there could be some kind of poetic justice here. Molly and Sirius come to blows a lot throughout the series, right? They have differing ideas about how to protect Harry, right? Mm -hmm. Molly's much more 
laid back, not laid back, right? Like we need to lay back. We need to shield Harry from the dangers of the world. And Sirius is more like, put him in the Order of the Phoenix. He's got to fight. He's he's like my brother. Um, and so I, I kind of think there's some something poetic if if Molly, not that I want to lose Molly, who I love dearly, um, but if she goes down, not only defending Harry, but trying to avenge Sirius, who she fought with so many times, and it's like Voldemort took him out. You know, she took out Bellatrix, and now she's going for the big daddy himself, Voldemort. And uh, I don't know, that she might, as skilled a duelist as she is, she might come up just short, possibly. I do like that. I think there is something really mm-hmm. sweet about that. Yeah. I would like to vote for that. I, I think if if it's going down like this, I think that makes the most sense. It's very poetic. I very much think that's the way for Molly to go uh, in this situation, unfortunately, sadly. I didn't totally. want to see her to so soon. Yeah, yeah me neither. Mm. Oh, stop Ooh. it. Stop uh, it. Mike, I, you go to bed. Supposed to be like sweet. But it came out sounding just absolutely <laughs> awful. Sounded like um, you were taunting. <laughs> <laughs> so if she's going down, is it Voldemort with a second? I think it has to be. Or is there a different way? Yeah, I think it's Voldemort. I think it's, I mean, Voldemort. I think it's Voldemort comes after Harry. Molly yeah. and Lily get in the way. And Molly is the one to go. Yeah. Is she just like, how does uh, Voldemort take her down? Anyone with a nice creative idea? I don't really want to get creative with Molly's death. It makes me yeah, sad. that makes me sad. And also, I don't think Voldemort's very creative. We we he's not a creative guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, we can. Everyone else would be pretty creative, but I feel like Voldemort's sticking to the tried and true uh, Vaticanabra. May I ask a question? Of course. So it sounds so it sounds like Voldemort's about to take them two out. Voldemort plays to win, as we know. He's killed two people here. And it sounds like we're on the verge of saying, you know, even with those two, he might be in some trouble later because people are gunning for him. Is he going to try to turn these two deaths, these two kills into Horcruxes to sustain himself even longer? Is that or is that just absolutely absurd madness? I don't think we get Horcruxes just because we don't know what it takes to, like, make one and, like, the time involved in making one. It seems like a very intensive process. I don't think it's just something like once he gathers up all these pieces he can like craft a horcrux like immediately kind of thing i don't think right. that's the mechanics of it so i would say that we are i would hope that we're like safe from new horcruxes yeah. in the area I, I agree i believe so like this is like almost in this situation the horcruxes are not a thing the elder one is um, almost not a thing either you know it's like everyone's on the same level playing field as far as like they are who they are and their skills and abilities and then go from there uh yeah kind of taking away any of the handicaps or anything like that right but i do like that thinking like i like the idea that we just have like a bunch of like branches from the forest are now like voldemort's work <laughs> <laughs> so one of those I freaky love- monkey lo- monkey looking things from uh catching fire is his horcrux <laughs> those um, so are we all in uh, agreement the molly weasley fire off the cannons or molly weasley aka by voldemort Pew, 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 cannons, big rip, big rip, pew, pew. All right, Kyle, you down to start the clock? Yes, sir. Clock is starting and now, five minutes. I want to make a point. With this happening, Molly Weasley taking a, an AK for Harry, essentially, 
if they don't get Harry out of there, I think they all fell at being protectors. If they are not like just running, running as far away as possible, like even if they have to carry Harry, like knock him out to do this, they're doing that while they're occupying Voldemort yeah. and, and Bellatrix. So I think I think that's- straight up Matt Matt I just like whacks Harry Potter over the head with like his staff <laughs> and he's like, All right, like let's let's bail. This is absurd. It's exactly. a fair, it's it's a fair point. I do think that before Harry gets knocked out, before they drag him off to safety. We use one of Harry's signature Expelliarmus and get at least one of these bad guys okay. unwanded. Because, I mean, Voldemort without a wand or Bellatrix without a wand is still dangerous as hell. So I would say if we're using these characters' abilities, I think we have to say that Harry at least gets off a win here. Because just hiding, yeah, for some, some of these characters, I get it. But... Like as he's running, as they're taking taking him off, he's just he's not distracted. He's still right. laser focused on the person that killed Sirius. Okay. So they drag him off, and he, I would say, disarms Voldemort. Okay. <laughs> Everyone just jump back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if if Voldemort is like distracted with these two, that's possible. What is Bellatrix doing right now? Do we think? We figure Gray ba- we figure Grayback is going after Lupin at this point, but like what mm-hmm. is Bellatrix doing in this moment per se? I think as long as Voldemort is involved in the action, she's never leaving or like going into you know, like I just feel like she's always going to be by his side. So uh, yeah, she's gotta be right there in the thick of it, you know. I see Dumbledore and McGonagall essentially just like against those two, just like Dumbledore, McGonagall and maybe Moody, like yeah, all teaming up like the old veterans gunning for Voldemort, kind of distracting him and Bellatrix enough to open the door for a Harry to disarm right. Voldemort as he's being escorted out of there. Right. right. And I also think Forens is there doing something of some kind. I'm not sure exactly what, but I think that like he recognizes Voldemort as like a superior evil, like threat to the universe bigger than mm-hmm. humans kind of thing. So I think that he yeah. would definitely be involved in like, I will help take care of this. And then, like, I'm going to go do my own thing kind of moment. I would like to throw my nomination for the next death to be Fenrir Greybrack. Because he's getting, for one, he's, he's a, you know, taking care of Lupin and Tonks. And like you were saying, Ferenz, I feel like would maybe take advantage of that and just trample his ass. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I would be down for a Ferenz kills Greyback as he's trying to attack Lupin mm-hmm. and Tonks. Mm-hmm. I had a similar thought, yeah. I would be absolutely. It also just gives you more like forens action, which is never a bad thing because we don't like right. We don't see him do anything. Yeah, for all we know, his like eyes roll back into his head and he like summons like (laughs) shooting stars to come down and like we don't know. Like (laughs) he has like untapped magical ability. Yeah, he controls like time and space for all we know. Like this could be like a moment. (laughs) Right, right, Micah. I was gonna say while that kind of while the chaos of the attack is happening with like the Ferenz, Fenrir, possibly, like you said, the Dumbledore McGonagall going toe-to-toe with Bellatrix and Voldemort. By the way, Bellatrix is having the best start to this thing. The two people off the board are Sirius, who she killed. I mean, not in this, but in real Harry Potter killed. And Molly, who killed her. Yeah. And so she is gleeful, right? She's taunting. She's dancing. She's, she's singing. Yeah. 
She's yep. getting real cocky with like, she's like really like, yeah, not, yep. not paying the right kind of attention right now. But I, I did want to say real fast in terms of what I think is happening kind of on the more defensive side of things. I think Harry is going to have a very different reaction to Molly's death and to Sirius' death. Sirius' death just enrages him and he kind of loses his mind and, and sprints ahead to try to attack him. We saw what happened there. With Molly's death, I feel like that's where Harry goes into like Deathly Hallows mode of nobody else is dying for me. And I feel like even if Moody and others are trying to protect him, he's like, no. And the only person who's able to stick with him is tried and true Hermione. And they like, in my, you guys might think maybe otherwise, but I kind of see them sneaking off Hermione, putting up one of her famous Protego spells so that they can't be seen. And he's just like, I do not want to be near Moody. I don't want to be near McGonagall because I know they're going to try to save me and I don't want them dying for me. That's just kind of how I think he would react to that. Thoughts? No, I, I like agree. Because I feel like that's, I mean, his actual mother is in this match. But other right. than that, that is his, his surrogate mother. So I feel like that you're right. That does put him in that. I that think mode. also this could potentially open up a conflict between Hermione and Harry. Because I think that you, I could see Hermione kind of like giving some kind of clue or heads up to like, Dumbledore or McGonagall and being like, like, we're yeah. going to go like, we're like, we're like, he's, he's being, you know how he is. He's being real cranky and emotional. Right? We're going to go and like, kind of be like, I got it. Like, I'm going to hide him. Like he's going to run anyway. So we're going to leave kind of thing. Yeah. And like doing kind of like a move on her own without telling Harry that like, because she knows that there's no stopping. He wants to run away from it. And she's not gonna let him go alone. But it's like, we can't just go. And then everybody would be like, where's Harry? Cause they're gonna be looking for him the whole time. And so to like, really just like put it in there i think hermione like sends a signal that like we're out and they're like okay cool like we got it and then they're they're gone right i like that i i think that's very very uh realistic as far as what would happen any anyone else going to nominate anyone dying or we are y'all going to agree with a gray bag getting taken out I think that's the one. I feel. I, feel I think. Like for, I think Ferenz takes out Greyback while yeah. he's trying to attack Lupin and Tonks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My only question is: Are we saying Fenrir gets in not a single bite before he goes down? He's just going down hungry, biteless. Or is this like uh, toe to toe when they both take each other out? Or is that just too harsh for the Ferenz? No, I feel like that's pretty on brand for Greyback. Like he always seemed to be like just more bark than bite anyway other than mm -hmm. you know lupin but like in the context yeah, in the of book the books, even like we don't even know if really lavender's do dead we yes, don't even know yeah. it's the one time we see him like do anything and it's now like a kill shot like it's not <laughs> even like a, a, a wash at that point yeah, yeah it, it, in any it. sense he made bill cooler and like more fuckable <laughs> so Which is, like, you know. who, who even thought that was possible <laughs> oh all right well so uh, this is on I, brand so I would I could say that Greyback gets a bite on Ferenz, but I don't think he kills Ferenz. And I don't know what happens when centaurs get bit by werewolves. But mm -hmm. I could see like Ferenz like gets like the worst of it in this mm -hmm. like toe to toe that happens to them. And then like we will right. see what we will see what happens in the end. This I is like a question. Do does Fenrir use a wand and does Ferenz use a wand? Or are they just is this just a, a punch fest of hooves? <laughs> right, like I think it's mostly cause, like we only really see the centaurs using like bows and arrows mm -hmm. and like yeah. unknown uh, mystical abilities kind of thing. I, and Greyback doesn't carry a wand as far as no, he I, doesn't. 
It's, right, because he's thought of as like refer to, yeah. He, right. he's certainly well, he's given thought up of as it. like less than a Death Eater, right? He's not right. even like on the same scene as like being on the same level as wizards, kind of thing. So I don't, I don't see him going in with the wand. I see him being really cocky, like even if he's offered one, being like, no, like I got this with my hands, and then he's dead. Yeah, he's definitely given up on a wand many, many years ago. It's like I got my abilities. I don't need to worry about that stupid wizard shit. Yeah, right. it's like having Superman a gun. He's like, I don't get me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Greyback gets a bite and and definitely weakens Ferenz, but Ferenz takes down Greyback. Fire the cannons for our boy Greyback. Pew, 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 cannons. Big rip, big rip. Pew, pew. Whose boy is he? Yeah, who who exactly? man's is this? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody likes Greyback. You know, I'm, I'm trying to reach everyone. Okay. For Taylor Lautner out there, we're so sorry it's like for your furries loss. Furries who also have a dark mark tattoo on their forearm. Furries who also so have that's bad very specific, like niche market. <laughs> we apologize. Exactly. All right, then let's move on. Start the clock. Uh, five minutes. Go. So what's happening now? Grayback's taken down. So that kind of leaves us with a uh, Lupin and Tonks able to join the fold. Maybe. Mm-hmm join up on Bellatrix. Um, are we yeah. saying that that uh, Expelling Armist landed on Voldemort? Is Voldemort about to go down? Is is what ha- What's happening, y'all? Yeah, I, I think that Voldemort's now wandless and Bellatrix jumps in to, like, defend him kind of thing, and now mm-hmm. she's, like, taking on the brunt of the, the fighting. Yeah, so, yeah, so she'd be dealing with Albus, Megalian, Snape, Lupin, Tonks, Moody... Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is it. Ouch. You know what? Well, two things. One, Bellatrix would give her wand to Voldemort. But I think Voldemort's maybe a little, maybe Voldemort sends her out to, knows that he is kind of outmatched here, sends her to take those people down with the hope that he knows she'll die as his pawn and he'll just be able to swoop up her wand. Voldemort's not abandoning a wand. He's getting some sort of wand one way or another. I like the idea of him just hightailing it too and not even seeing her die. Because then you have the potential later on for Hermione to take on the appearance of Bellatrix and like trick him or something and like, you know, like get in with Voldemort. Because like I would love to see, because we all know that was like one of Hermione's best moments was was being Bellatrix. But she wasn't good at it. (laughs) Exactly. That's why it's so much fun is that she was very bad. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, good at Bellatrix, Tonks. Yeah, who can be yeah that's true. That's her yep. aunt, right? Her aunt? Cut her... It's, I think Bellatrix is her cousin or her aunt. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, one of the... Yeah. They're Wait, related. What, what are you going to do? They're all related. 28. There's 28 families. They're all... <laughs> I was going to say, incest is like part of the game, but who knows? They're related somehow. Um. So are we saying Bellatrix is, is taking the blow for Voldemort? Uh, regardless of what Voldemort does whether he runs away or I, I feel like he's probably able to do some wandless magic and just summon yeah. his wand to him pretty easily. To yeah. I don't think he's like helpless, but yeah. I, but there's definitely like a moment here where like he is wandless and his attention is turned to like getting his wand back. And right. Bellatrix is like, Oh no, I got this. And like runs in to try to like deal with this situation. And so I think like, does go for Tonks because like related but I don't know if we lose Tonks at this moment, per se. Hmm. 
Bellatrix, I was going to say, even if she's dueling five awesome duelers at once, there's no way she goes down without taking one of them down with yep. Like, oh, no, for sure. She, for sure. She's too good, right? We've, we've all seen her duel Ginny and Hermione at once, and I realize this is a different skill level with mostly order. This is a different level, yep. But she's taking – if she's going down, she's going down cackling and taking someone's ass down with her. Then my vote would have to be – I feel like it would end up being Lupin. I, I it, it almost – You bastard. You Wait a second. I, okay. It's interesting. Uh, I wonder if Maybe. someone give me a better idea. <laughs> I wonder if Snape here, because she's I was just gonna say, and yeah, mistrusts yeah. him from the very beginning. And if we're saying Snape is openly fighting for the good guy's side, if we're saying he hasn't run off into the woods and done his own thing, are we saying that Snape is still here? And if he is here, what is he doing? That's true. I mean, I kind of envision Snape. Uh... Maybe brewing up some potions for a... Uh, right, I kind of see Snape, like, running <laughs> off the sidelines here and, like, keeping an eye on Lily and just being, like, big incel energy and just being, like, watching yeah. her back the whole time. I don't think he's out here, like, fighting for sides. I don't think he wants to give up his position like that. I agree with I that. Do, he will turn on literally anyone for her as well. Like, that's going to be his he weakness in this game. So, I like, wonder I could see him, like, getting a sneak shot in on Bellatrix if Bellatrix is going for where Lily is at. Right. I could see something like that happening. Yeah. Has enough time passed in this initial assault that Snape and Lily have gotten a chance to get away yet? Because we know Harry and Hermione have. We've established this. Has I think Snape Lily, Lily is still... I think Lily was there defending Harry and is now still there with Dumbledore, Megalian, Tonks... So Dobby. then Snape is too. I don't she think Snape would run with No, I think, Billy. right. I think Snape is like on the outskirts of the fray, mm-hmm. like being yeah. sneaky, watching from the outside to see what he can do kind of thing. Because he's very good on like this big picture kind of thing. But he's also mm-hmm. has like a one track mind. So I think that that's where he's, where he's at. I think he knows that if he stays out in the open and is actively fighting against Voldemort, like he's going to be out. Like there's no way that they let him walk away from this. Right. And if Harry and Hermione have kind of snuck off, like we said, the person who's going to be most distraught is Lily. But Harry doesn't want her, as much as he wants to be with her, he doesn't want her to be protecting him. You right. know that Snape is sidling up there and being like, I can find the boy. Right? And, right. Like, <laughs> and you can see a Snape-Lily alliance being going on here. And they're out there. Their goal is not <laughs> – Lily's goal is just find Harry. And Snape is like – I will literally do anything. That you yeah. have to do. Yeah. Little finger energy. Uh, <laughs> Damon, can I offer a potential? I know that we were very distraught about Bellatrix possibly taking Lupin down along before maybe she gets her demise. Uh-huh. I think Moody is also a strong contender here of just going blow for blow with Bellatrix. He, you know, the only, my only hesitation there is we always hear about how incredible of an yeah. aura Moody yeah. is. And yet every time we see him, he's just getting his ass yeah. I don't think Moody is a team player. I don't think he likes it when he has to do these like big missions with like lots of people and like be responsible and like be the dad. I think so. I think in this moment, he's like taking his opportunity to be like, fuck this. Like, I'm out. Like, I'm going to go like hide. I think he goes like full on like MacGyver, like wilderness man. And is like, fuck it. I'm out. I'm like setting up in a tree and like with like my big staff and you guys can all just like 
get fucked I, until I'm ready to come out. Yeah, I like that, but I don't know if Moody would just leave a battle like mid battle, mid duel. Yeah, That's the- not at this early stage. I don't know. I, I yeah. That's hmm. It's I, a tough look, and I, I get I understand that. I just I feel like like what Kristen's saying. I feel like he would be the one to want to scope out the whole battle as a whole with his like magic like, eyeball back. Yeah. Where and he would have his cloak with him to survive more than anything. That's true. I yeah. think that he is the biggest like survivalist energy of anybody we have in the game. Right. Like, I yep. think he's just Mr. Constant vigilance. I can't be vigilant if I'm in the middle of a battle. Are we saying Tonks or Lupin's get, getting taken down? McGonagall? I mean, McGonagall doesn't get, get taken down. I know. You no. just broke Micah. Look at him. Yeah. But it, this is essentially a stray shot. Like, this is a shot that Bellatrix is throwing out. But I'm just saying, McGonagall took like four, like, stunners, orders, like, yeah. stunner, like, yeah. straight to the chest and was still just yeah. like, nah, like, it's fine. I'm back. So, like, I, I, I got it. So, so I don't I, think. I don't think when it's like a five on two, I don't think that she's getting got. May I present my my uh, nomination again? Remus Lupin. God damn it. I, I think Lupin's the right one, and I actually have an idea of how this might go down. Uh-oh. I think that Bellatrix is getting attacked by all these people. But in her, she's very stealthy, and she manages to break free and take Tonks as like a prisoner and is just crucioing Tonks. Right. And Lupin basically is just begging her to take him instead. And because Bellatrix is not in the Vada Kedavra, or she is a play with her food yeah. and, and torture thing. And I think that Tonks basically exchanges himself for uh, for Tonks. And, and she just takes him down with an insane amount of Crucio, not about a cadaver, just, just torturing. I know, I know Kyle's in physical pain, just listening I, to it. I'm going to say my stomach is turning just like yeah he's like he's like the long bottoms that's just rough i know so is he is are are you saying bellatrix is doing this and everyone's not attacking because she's holding them hostage almost i think she dies like right Right as this like right as this happens right because i think that lupin can like withstand an incredible amount of pain we know this about him he's like an incredibly resilient like it's not something he's afraid of. Like world transformations in general, like are just a painful existence kind of thing. So I think that he lasts long enough for like someone to come and like get Bellatrix, and but then I think he dies like shortly after, kind of thing, because like it's just like too much. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean that's two people, but I feel like that would that would. Happen. And now I'm gonna go throw up because I hate. This <laughs> yeah, game. I feel like very <laughs> dirty right now. Hey. Double canon vote here. Are we voting for a Bellatrix Crucio's loop into death while maybe McGonagall gets the gets the shot in on Belly? See, this is double painful for me because obviously Lupin, my favorite Harry Potter character, but my also favorite. Bellatrix, who I want to marry and just I want to step on me. So this right. is just rough <laughs> all around. Yeah, this is a hard. This is a hard time. Lupin is my. Ride or die, my number one like favorite of all time. I do not like. So what I'm going to to plea to the team is that I am okay with this as long as we can say that like someone does get in and kills Bellatrix. So like, yeah, Lupin has like a moment to like breathe and like yeah. and say give a longing Tonks. look to Tonks before yeah. he 
expires kind of and, and also oh. that tonks does not die for a long time after this and i think that it would be so i think that it would be cool if um mad i got to do it because he's an aura he's been after dark wizards like his whole life i'm sure that like he is like using his mat like if if we're saying that like Beltrick kind of like ran off with like Tonks and is using her as like a hostage kind of thing and Mad-Eye is using his magic eye to scope out like where the fuck did they go and he like finds it and he's like oh shit this is my chance to like get the last Lestrange like kind of thing like I I think that that could be something like I can't live I still hate you guys but that's what I'm proposing No, I like that, especially because like we said Mad-Eye is one of those guys who we always hear about how intimidated Oh, yeah, he's on the hunt. Yes, yeah. but we never get to see that massive. But then if he's taking down Bellatrix, like the number two strongest dark wizard around we, that we see, that's given him kind of those those plots. How would he go about it? Is it? Does he just see her? Is he facing the opposite direction and just sees behind him with the magic eye and just pulls like a behind the back of – what's he doing here? He's got lots of moves. I think he definitely pulls one of these, like, well, let's see how you like it. And, like, Crucio's Bellatrix to death also. Nice. Like, kind of thing. Nice. He, he, yeah, he, of the characters in this, he would be the one willing to do that. Like, yeah, he's got he, the most intimate knowledge he's, of, like, dark arts. Yeah. I think he's, he's he, like, trend, av- yeah. He's been avoiding it for years and years and decades. It's like, okay, this is too much. Right. Wait, can I he, offer something that's really, like, a, just a juicy nugget of how it could go down? We know that, uh, well, it's not real Mad-Eye, it's Bard-Eye, right? Uh, But he, in his dark arts lesson, he crucios and imperios that poor spider. What if he and McGonagall do a team-up, and McGonagall transfigures Bellatrix into an enormous spider, (laughs) and then Moody just crucios it, and then imperios her to, like, jump into the lake and drown herself there like that spider dangling over the glass of water. Was that, like, really fucked up to say? I'm worried about you, Micah. But I, I think that that was Bart. I I think that like Bellatrix must be someone who's been like, like Mad Eye's probably got her wanted poster like stuck up like next to his desk kind of thing. Like I think that yeah. she is like such a big like huge she's accomplishment his, for him. Like Kaiser wants, Soze. Yeah. He wants to see it. He doesn't want to see a spider die kind of thing. He's gonna be yeah. like, yeah. Oh shit! You like to use unforgivable curses? All right, that's the game we're playing. Cool. And then I think he, like, crucios her, like, crazy, and then, like, imperios her to, yeah, like, kill herself or, like, do something, like, bananas. Because, like, I think it, this is, like, oh, this is, like, my time kind of thing. The deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we going a back-to-back? Double kill. Death. Bellatrix to Lupin. Moody to Bellatrix. I think so. Fire off the double cannons. Pachoo, um, and then Kyle is now going to be celibate for the rest of his life. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my my mouth my mouth closed for the rest of the episode. Just so, tell me when uh, Dobby dies. I I feel like at this point in the Hunger Games is usually where the games makers us you know like the Plutarch the Plutarch Heavensbees of the world you know they want to spice things up they've got to keep the viewers entertained I feel like they're gonna release some yeah I was oh yeah that's a great idea games right now mm-hmm. i like this so mm-hmm. while the game makers think of that amazing beast to release we're gonna go to our first quick break Ooh. so before you start that clock again kyle fans announcement for everyone at home and in the arena we are dropping care packages for everyone 
everyone gets one, but you will have to defeat what's inside before you get your care package. And uh, you just have to say, you know, face your fears, so to say. You're getting some boggarts, boys. And you got to take care of them. Hysterical. Before you get- take care of them. You've like adopted and raise it. <laughs> you have to accept it as your own. Kyle, start that clock. All right, five minutes. I think it's hysterical just that in the face of like existential, like death and death eaters and like very real villains, like all of a sudden just boxes open up with like everybody's (laughs) worst fears. Your mind is like, ah, a failed test. Right. Well, yeah. So like I'm trying to think what everybody's because who's who did we say is like still in the arena? Harry and Hermione are off hiding. Voldemort has retreated to regroup. We're saying probably he Mm -hmm. has his wand and Bellatrix's wand and he's like, no, thank you. And so he's out. So in the middle here, you kind of have Dumbledore, McGonagall, Lily, and Tonks hanging out. And the care packages get dropped and the boggarts (laughs) pop out. So who sees their boggart? Who does everyone in the arena? Do we say that everyone sees them? Or like, so does Moody get his like if harry and hermione are protected do they avoid this issue i'm curious here i feel like not everyone's going to go for their care package right yeah i feel like people who feel like they can handle their bogger and know how to handle bogger it's no problem right we'll do it you know moody probably won't have no problem i feel like most of the adults will if they feel like they need their care package i don't know if like dumbledore mcgonagall say will care enough for their care package to to want it you know um i feel like harry and hermione i feel like hermione will t- try to talk harry into going for care packages right but like we that's we, we can't be stupid here we have to go get we have to get it we need supplies yeah and that's what some fun happens maybe right there mm-hmm. yeah because i think then again you have like hermione kind of like doing things like without harry knowing to protect him because yeah. she knows he is stupid says like I'm going to go, like, get water or whatever it is and, like, gets out and, like, gets their care package. Potentially aided by Snape, who we know is on the lookout for for Harry at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. Because and, like, now- sees Hermione and is like, okay, I'm just going to, like, nudge this care package over in their direction kind of thing so they can deal with it. Right. Yeah. And so we we get maybe Hermione encountering her boggart, which is, what was it in the third book? <laughs> I think it was a failed test. Or a it failed was like test. McGonagall every, like yelling. Everything. Yeah, it was yeah. McGonagall telling her that she'd failed every exam. Now, I think well, it's that works to... in this context because that's fucked up. That's like that could be she thinks it's actually McGonagall telling her like everyone's dead. You failed like Harry's Harry died while you left him by, by himself. You know? Yeah, that could be the bucket right there. Oof. Just that Harry's dead right now. It's like, yeah, she's just being told that, hey, you left Harry alone and he's dead right now. Like. Ooh, would she handle that well? Would she, would she just would she check? She she got she she's got to check. Go back and check. Yeah, because I mean she's not a, yeah. she's not good at boggarts. Like we know this about no. her. That's like the one thing that she couldn't do in her test, which right. she loves tests. So this is like the one thing that she can't handle. <laughs> so she doesn't get the care package. We don't think she she does she fail? Does she abandon it and? go and like kind of hightail it to check on Harry. I wonder if that's enough for her to not, or would she keep going, get the care package and go back? 
Hmm. I think she definitely takes a beat to like run and check on Harry. And then like when she's away from it, like thinks about it for a second and is like, hang on, like I actually know where McGonagall is right now. Like she's in, right. she's in the fray. Like I, I can kind of can like convince herself that this is not real kind of thing and be able to do that. But I think she has to get eyes on McGonagall first and kind of like scope it out and see that like things are actually okay in the middle. And everyone is just like getting the care packages kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is, now, is someone stumbling upon them right now? Is, is Are we getting Voldemort happening upon them? Like as, I, as a lucky treat? Well, we know Voldemort is occupied. He's he's still fighting our our group of, you know, you got Dumbledore and, and McGonagall and them. Your possibility is maybe Snape, uh, possibly yeah. Ferenz. Yeah. You have. I'm to, I'm trying to think of someone who would like want to fight them because mostly their allies are out there. But you know, right. Just... I was gonna say I think that Snape is nearby because he's like looking for Harry. I think he's like very similar to like dropping the sword in the frozen lake kind of thing. Is like yeah, on the outskirts, keeping an eye on them kind of thing, but. I don't think he's a threat to them at this point. Right. Now, do we think that Snape wants to protect Harry in this context? Because there's Lily. Lily trumps everyone in this right. conversation. But Snape. he knows Lily is looking for Harry. And he mm-hmm. has kind of been like, I will like get, I'll like take care of him for you kind of thing. But he could quick easily say, oh man, Harry died before he I died. Act- right. In a tragic accident. And Lily could <laughs> so do we want to... Do we think that Snape and Hermione have a duel at this point? Well, I've got an idea about how they could come together if, in terms of how the, the Boggart might play out. In right, Obviously, Harry's Boggart, we've seen it's a Dementor, right, which he, which he hates. Um, which, and to defeat it, he, he and Hermione are off hiding. Snape and Lily are off looking for Harry and Hermione. To defeat the Boggart, he's going to have to cast a Patronus, which might light up and allow Lily's coming sprinting to find him. Snape's hot on their heels. And I'm, mm. I think you're right, Chris. And I think there might be of the quartet of them. I think Snape and Hermione might have to do a little uh, dance, the dance here, perhaps. I don't know. I feel like somehow this, this Boggart will at least lure people closer to Harry. If he had been trying to hide before, because that Patronus is pretty bright, especially when it's dark. Yeah. yeah. And that makes sense for Harry because Harry isn't the smartest person in the world. Correct. And, uh, like that is what he kind of has to do. It's, you know, it's there's not no the, option here. Yeah. yeah. He's not even about being smart. Mm-hmm. That's very true. So, so are we saying, does everyone get drawn to it? Does everyone just, it's like a whole big beacon for everybody. It's just like a mad dash. Yeah. I think that like Harry, like, you know, realizes Hermione's been gone and like, here's her kind of like freaking out or wherever she is. And it's like, what the hell's going on? And like, Goes to find her, sees the Boggart. Boggart sees him, turns into Dementor. Harry Potter does the Harry Potter thing, and people become alerted to like their location. So like, now, is this you know if Voldemort's the only quote unquote bad guy left? And we've had a lot of so far. It's just been good guys dueling bad guys. If and we had everyone kind of scattered. Everyone goes back to Harry. Is there a moment where they all look around and go like, "Well, shit." Someone's going to have to kill someone. <laughs> we can't all just stand around protecting you. Who's going to be the one to be like, this truce is done. And I feel uh, like they don't end the truce until Voldemort is dead. Yeah. They still have like while, that in the back I feel like while there is still like a common enemy. Right. That's so still on the tape. That's the question then. 
does Voldemort get to Harry and Hermione before anyone else? And does Hermione have to, do they duel Voldemort? Or does someone else get there first and take care of Voldemort? I uh, wonder if Voldemort is actually concerned with Harry at this moment. Because we discussed how he's the biggest diva in the history of the universe. Where I wonder if he's actually looking at Moody, scoping things out. If he's aware that the most dangerous grizzled veteran is out there. And his powers allow him to see things. He can kind of see the whole picture of the of this whole war. Right, because we know that like, dumb, like Voldemort is after Harry Potter. But definitely doesn't see Harry Potter as a threat. Yeah, right. So I think yeah. he's but I like, think he sees Moody yeah. as a threat for sure. Correct. Yeah, right. that's how I don't he kills him in Hallows. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, I wonder okay. if he doesn't run to regroup. I wonder if he goes after Moody. So do we think it's just Moody taking on Voldemort alone? In which case, I think Moody's gone. Or do we think anyone's there with Moody taking on Voldemort? Moody and Voldemort, because I think with the light happening, I think everyone is thinking we need to go Harry. check out. That seems like Harry. Yeah. You know. Especially if anyone Voldemort's else is not playing that. Talk, right. And I, then Voldemort like stumbles across Moody and realizes that like he's alone. Everyone else has run off and like realizes that this is like his chance. What and about get, I feel like the only other person who wouldn't go directly to the light would be Ferenz. Is it possible that he's there with Moody? He could however stumble. useful he would be because he's probably wounded at this point from from Grayback. Yeah, he's but, wounded. OK, I think Voldemort takes out both of them. It sounds like Voldemort's going to die soon, but. It's Voldemort. He, I think he's going to have to knock some guys out in his path. A wounded yep. Ferenc Moody. I think Voldemort is is game. And I agree, Ferenc isn't necessarily going back to Harry. Ferenc is the most neutral character. He has no Correct. allegiance to no. Harry and Dumbledore and Ferenc's all. Ferenc's only thing here is to get out Voldemort, who he recognizes as like a threat to like the world, in to all species, all things kind of thing. Like That's his really only objective here is he's to... He's probably tracking Voldemort, so probably yeah. Voldemort finds Moody, they throw down, Ferenc joins the fray. I see Ferenc getting taken down pretty quickly. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's... I know, he's, like... He's, I... he's, he's, he's kind of hurt, for one. Uh, if, if they gave us a more concrete idea of how strong and what centaurs can do. I'd say sure, but I don't know what he could open like a black hole and kick Voldemort's for all we know. Of course, the black hole. Yeah, the centaur black hole. I forgot about that. That'd be so because <laughs> it's you know space. They they love their space. They um, do I, love space. I don't know. What do y'all think? I'm not sure Ferenz would follow because I feel like he, he wants to get Voldemort out, but centaurs have always been super preoccupied. Like he could have yeah. gone distracted like and not go in either direction. Like he could I could just kind see of him out. like following Vol like tracking Voldemort to keep eyes on him. And I could see him like letting Moody die and like not jumping into hell. Like, this is this is oh, how it's to supposed to watching. happen almost. Right. Yeah. And then like instead like try to get at Dumbledore and be like, you know, your boy's distracted right now. Now would be a good time to like go at him kind of thing. Yeah. Ferenc is trying to get the Calvary. And while mm -hmm. that's happening, Moody Moody goes but he down. I, I definitely don't think he'd step in to help Moody take on Voldemort. No. Ferenc is not stupid. He's like, the two of us are not going to take this guy out. Like, yeah. if Moody wants to be stupid enough to do that, he can he can go get killed kind of thing. That's but I think Ferenc is like not getting in there unless he, unless he knows it's like the right moment with enough people kind of thing. 
Well, something about Ferenz also, right, we know that unlike Trelawney, right, this is a master of actual divination, right, can read yep. the stars, especially. So right, this is, exactly. The first night has happened. I'm imagining during night, we're now on to like the second day, perhaps even like red in the stars, like, oh, right. I'm, I might have to die to do this, but this is the only way to eliminate Voldemort as a potential threat. Yeah. Yes. So, so maybe I think if he and Moody go down from Voldemort, they have to, it has to be worth their while. It has to either allow others to do something or for them to, to wound Voldemort in some way for, for Ferenz to decide that this is a worthwhile endeavor to hop in with that. Right, because I could so, also see like them, like Moody even like finding Ferenz and trying to be like, we need to go at it. And Ferenz being like, it's not the right time. Like I saw it in the stars. This is not the time. And Moody being like, that you're crazy and trying to go at it by himself well, kind so, of thing. <laughs> He's so like, you can do that, I, but I'm not coming. Yeah. So I would definitely think then that if we're saying that Moody's getting taken out here, he's got to do something pretty severe, like at a really big scale. Because up to this point, he's just kind of been observing. And yes, he's a survivor, but he's also like a really intimidating warrior. So I would say he's got to take some chunk out of Voldemort. But I'm not well, sure how we would achieve that. Let's think what would be in his care package, right? For, uh, right we, let's make use of those a bit. What would someone send, uh, send to well, old Moody? What would Moody's Boggart be? Um, I feel like it will be pretty so intense. I, everyone know. It would be like everyone turning on him. It would, I, I don't know. Like It would be him not being... That's a tough one because we don't know the inner workings of Moody. Hmm? It's not. It's not. It's not helpful. But he is the only person who's seen a bugger like in its true form. So is it possible that he scopes it out beforehand? Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Moody like sees it's a bugger and like just deals Nopes with it. the fuck out. Or, yeah, he just kills it before it even. Because that's what he does opens. when he like in the house, right? He sees it. and He goes, "Yeah, it's a bugger." Like, I'll I take can just care go, of it. I can just go do it. And Molly's like, "No, thank you." And he's like, "Okay, like yeah. whatever." Yeah. So okay. he feels pretty confident in his ability. Like he knows what's in there. He's going to be able to take it on. Yeah. So I think that he gets to take it on and get into his care package. I'm curious what is in the care package. Yeah, hmm. that's tough. Because it's like, what do you give the famed? The who has you know, everything. The, exactly. Yeah, he's, I don't know. Like, what would something he need? Something destructive. I feel like it would be something very powerful, something damaging. Um are there like wizard bombs? I don't think so, but I, I think Fred and George make them, but I, I think they're yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah, they're all just Weasley's wizard Weasley's yeah, boxes. That would be yeah. great. Uh yeah, I mean you could give him well, I mean, we, we said that as a joke, but don't they uh is it them or is it someone else who manufactures like the, per the Peruvian instant darkness powder? It's them. I think they I, yeah. I think they source it at the very least. Yeah, because right. some so of that stuff is it, actually yeah. useful. Like right. I feel like he could I, use that. He doesn't trust any of the food or drink that's in there because he's like so paranoid and he's like, yeah. No, like I will drink my own piss out here. It's fine. <laughs> like I don't think he goes for any of the consumables. I think he like yeah. but potentially instant darkness powder, potentially some healing stuff, like dipney mm -hmm. kind of things. I think he like takes the the first aid kit stuff and mm -hmm. and things like that. A duel in the dark would be awesome because I'm imagining he can see with his magical eye. Yep. Like, right. Yeah. And I could that would just be visually. I realize this is a podcast medium, but you know, <laughs> if, we're, if we're envisioning this Voldemort dueling like Ferenz and uh, and Mad Eye, like 
in pure darkness and Mo we just see like Moody's eye darting around. And, and like Moody can see, yeah. So this would be his moment to like get something to really wound Voldemort somehow before could, Voldemort yeah, kills him. I think he gets some hits on Voldemort. I think he like gets yeah. some pain on Voldy before Voldemort's able to fight back and right. figure out. Right, because we know that famously Voldemort is afraid of the dark. Yeah, absolutely. That's like one of his things, right? Yeah. yeah. So Can this is like the moment to really like get at him. Like right. something that proves that he is like a human being and he can be like injured. Talk. What if Moody takes out Voldemort's eye? You know, that's going to weaken Voldemort. Ooh. He has lost an eye, right? In nice. the Moody takes out Voldemort's eye, right? Voldemort so vain, right? And just like, like you said, Kristen, you know, to prove that he's human, just like totally weakens him in the in the dark to, and if we're trying to think realistically of how could Voldemort be taken down before the end, you know, having, losing an eye is going to put you at a disadvantage in, mm. and in some way where it's like a real, like dark magic thing he does on him where Voldemort legitimately now is like half. Can he lose both of his eyes? Ooh. Hmm. Because knowing that Voldemort is afraid of the dark, just He's blinding him, dark. and just like the basilisk is, got blinded kind of thing. I'm looking is, like a parallel. This is now here. making like, Moody Batman and Voldemort <laughs> Daredevil, which I'm totally here for. <laughs> yes, all, all yes. on that. Now, yep. though, I think he's like knowing that, like I can't, maybe I can't like out magic you, but I can outman you, kind of thing, and like and also scare him, like that would okay. terrify him. Right. Well, like, I think that that really puts Voldemort at a disadvantage if he is blind. Right. If, okay, say that happens and he still kills Moody, I'm pretty sure if you blind Voldemort, say the in, the instant Peruvian darkness powder happens, this really cool fight happens where like Moody's like walking through the trees, sending spells, Voldemort's losing it. Moody's just like, come on, Tom, you can do better than this. Yeah. And he gets like a slash, like a slashing spell. On, yeah. on Voldemort gets his eyes like they're just gat like they're just like cut up can't Sex see second Sempra. yeah yep. hell yeah <laughs> so yeah. I and so mad Voldemort just unleashes fiend fire in like right. the whole area and just burns yeah. him right yeah, yeah. So I think that's be... I think Voldemort like desperate to get out of the dark does fiend fire try to All light right, everything Moody, up but also he's now blind and that takes down Moody and Ferenc. Yeah. yeah, it takes it takes. Why is Ferenz also out? Because <laughs> he's there. <laughs> unless I'm also he's worried at how excited Micah not. gets every time we determine who's dying. <laughs> I mean, unless Ferenz like, has gone. It's like who's listening? But Micah, when he was doing his Moody impression, had like a drumstick, like two hands out. Does Moody have two ones? What? <laughs> is he doing a drum solo while <laughs> while he blinds people? He's got probably a dagger in there. He Moody's cooking something He's up. Resourceful. My favorite thing is Micah's Moody Thank impression. <laughs> two hands. Let's kill these guys, Kyle. Kill I think two hands, Kyle. Moody. Well, let's let's not. I would go. I would counter. Yeah, I would it's counter with friends. Let's talk on that on the next next All round. Right. Let's shoot those cannons off for Mad Eye Moody, All right, who while blinding Voldemort, an astounding feat. Yeah. is burned to death by fiend fire. Oof. What a way to go out. Pew, 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 cannons. Big rip, big rip. Pew, pew. All right, Kyle, start that clock. All right, clock is started. Five minutes. So, Chitanya, you're saying Ferenz was going to go and try and find... I would, say, I, would, I would say Dumbledore and Medallion. 
those are the two who I'd, I would say he's trying to find. Yeah. And I would say in terms of the people most affected by Boggarts, I think Dumbledore is a sneaky candidate to be really affected because we saw how right. devastated you know he was he is, by, right. yeah. by the potion like in some the lake. Real, exactly. I think that Voldemort is like really weakened by this kind of thing. So, um, yeah. does that mean Ferenz has got Dumbledore and Medallion and they're hunting Voldemort down? I think they're hunting, and I think Dumbledore's weakened as well because he's had to deal with the potion with with the Boggart. So, like, he's not quite in fighting shape. So, Dumbledore, Dumbledore and Voldemort have, in some way, been slightly weakened. I like it. I like it. Any other thoughts? What are or what are we thinking? What are we thinking is is about to go down? Um, what's the there next has con- to be, there has to be some kind of confrontation. We were talking about this earlier with Harry, Hermione, Lily, and Snape. I feel like that's going to come to blows. And I feel like where are Tonks and Dobby at this point? Tonks and Dobby. That's true. They are. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Um, would Tonks I, be with Megalian Mag- and I would Dumbledore? imagine, right. I just want to make sure like, so like you have like a Dobby, Tonks, McGonagall, Lily, Dumbledore, like big sect right now probably right yeah one thing i would add that everyone's care package i think is kind of a mystery and i think we made good use of the peruvian flu powder or peruvian instant darkness powder um there's only one person whose care package i think it's obvious what it would be in there which is harry's is obviously gonna be a broom someone yeah it's a firebolt absolutely goes down between hermione lily and snape and he need at some point we all know harry he's gonna end up alone he he's, yeah. he always has to be alone at some Lots point. Lots of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, you know, there's definitely... I imagine he's been... He he can ward off that bogger. He's in decent shape. He, yeah. He heard everyone there with the patrol. Yeah, and he's, like, super comfortable. Like, he's... This is something he's really good at. Like that He's comfortable with risks, for sure. Yeah. So what would be the reason, exactly, that Snape... We've kind of teased a Snape-Hermione showdown of sorts. If Snape is under the at least the pretense of like lily i'm with you to show you harry is he is he is snape just going to be like if harry is going to survive is snape telling lily harry and lily you will the three of us will be there at the end so we have to take out hermione <laughs> I, I, I don't th- i, I don't wonder think if it's he... like one of these things where like snape's just like asking like where's harry potter and hermione's like doesn't want to tell him like isn't sure what his like motives are kind of thing and like doesn't trust that he's acting totally like for the good here kind of thing. Cause her mind is not really privy to all this stuff, like the Lily Snape history kind of thing. So like, yeah. I wonder if she's kind of like, why the hell do you want to know where he is kind of thing? And like, is reluctant to like, give him up. You know what I think? I think Snape is going to make his first use of his potion skills. He's slipping Hermione some Veritaserum. And mm. this might weaken her a bit. If it, you know, if you're forced to, or something of sorts, Snape's always cooking something up quite literally. Um, so a potential sorts for him to use his mm-hmm. strength. Would yeah. that have been his care package, though? Oh, would it, you need that, though, in this situation, or would it be something more deadly? Maybe like a a. What is the uh, poison that where you uh, essentially fall asleep forever? What's that one? God of Living Death. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be something like that instead? Damn. I think it's possibly that. It's possibly you could. Maybe it's him, maybe it's someone else, but I know Felix Felicis is in there somewhere. Right, that's someone's getting that. Oh, that's. I that think was... I think Tonks gets that one because she is famously very clumsy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like and that. I think that I like somebody that. knows that she 
is just clumsy and like <laughs> needs like needs all the help that she can get in like in staying on her feet kind of thing. Yeah. She's already fallen off a tree. She tried to climb. Like, Correct. She, right. She she's, already, she's already like mended her like broken ankle or something at this point because yeah. like she has like tripped in a hole in the ground kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, she's already on that. So I think, I think Tonks gets like a first aid kit and like a Felix Felicis like right. stuff in her package. Mm-hmm. I think that, which I think helps them find Voldemort. Yep. But while that's happening, I do think we get the showdown with, with Hermione and Snape. Because of what's happening, and I, I just think Hermione not willing to give up where Harry is. Snape just isn't wanting to deal with it. So I think that happens. I, I think that throwdown goes down because Hermione's not going to just like get out of there without Snape like tracking her. So she's trying to get away, and it's it, a fair it, point. It inevitably right. happens. It inevitably happens into a duel. Yeah, and it's somebody that Hermione like respects, like knows is very powerful and strong kind of thing. I don't think she's like counting him out and like underestimating him in this situation right and and i mean i i think hermione i was gonna say if it's just the two of them then i hate this but i i i don't think there's a world in which hermione beats snape in a duel no except that i don't think it's only hermione and snape yeah i mean there's always the chance that because lily is from everything we've seen i don't think she's the type of person to let anyone even if it's snape even it's if it's someone that she was friends with at one point is going to bully a child i think she it becomes hermione and lily versus snape Mm. i don't know if i don't know if lily's there yet i like this idea though i also like the idea of like just davi jumping in out of nowhere and being just like no way like yeah not harry potter and his friends kind of thing and like jumping into the dilemma and being like I have been waiting for this moment. Like, no more <laughs> I, I scary, no more scary wizards going around. Just like, yeah, I definitely get that. It doesn't seem like Lily would jump in, but she definitely seems to be the type of person who would stick up for anyone, even right. if it. Means... I was gonna say, I don't think it looks good for them if, like, after Snape gets Hermione, I think Lily is definitely there and like sees what has happened and is like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Like, Voldemort is still out there, and you're, like, killing children? Like, you fucking kidding me with this? So I just yeah. have to ask for clarity, right? So we have Harry find, have a broom, and Harry's with Hermione at this moment. Harry would step in front of an Avada Kedavra spell for Hermione. Without oh, so, even, yeah. Right, in my mind, Harry was still in hiding. I didn't realize so he was he, out. He, he was, he, when he he was the, heading for his bogger and his care package. Right. right. I can imagine him being like, Hermione. I'm scoping it out, right? And and he's it's going to thank you. Um, and he's just going to saying he'll be back in ten minutes. And then imagine like the devastation. Snape is just waiting for that moment where Harry leaves because Harry has to be separate from Hermione if yeah. Hermione is going. Unless we have Harry stepping in and dueling, but I could see him flying away for a moment. And unfortunately, Hermione's care package is probably like a big book of spells and like very useful, but she needs more time. Snape got like the instant potion of sorts that might be more help. Hermione probably thought it was a great gift, but she needs like seven weeks in the library to plow through it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the question, really. If does someone come and help Hermione, or is it just one on one? I I don't know if anyone shows up unless it is Dobby. I think I don't think anyone's close enough unless yeah. it's Dobby popping up and and helping. Yeah, like the Dobby most- literally popped up in Harry's house in the muggle world just because he thought it would be a good idea kind of thing i could definitely see like 
Dobby just like rolling in and being like, nope, like not today kind of thing. But I don't know. I don't know how this then ends. The- yeah. Is the, are we saying that Snape kind of gave Lily the slip? Is Lily still with Dumbledore and those and that crew? Yeah, I think, I think Lily is, is still with them because like and Snape was kind of on the outskirts and is like, I'll take care of you. Stay with them. Like you guys like make a plan, hide, like get a little home base thing going. And like, I'll go find Harry kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I think this... that Lily like is trying to trust kind of thing. I don't think that she, I think at some point, like she comes looking for them and being like, it's been gone a long time. Like what's going on kind of thing. Yes. And she would also, because she's with Dumbledore, he would tell her you can trust Snape to go get Harry. Like right. he, he would reassure yeah. that. So she wouldn't go off after Snape. She would trust that he's going to get, you know, get Harry. And is this like a reverse Dobby where Hermione, because of her position on elf rights, steps in front of like she and Dobby kind of like battle, like almost like a Hawkeye um, Nat situation? Yeah. Like, I want to protect you. No, I want to protect you. Yeah, I think that we do come into like a, a thing like that. And I think that. Like, definitely like Hermione comes in and like uses her humanity to who like stand up for somebody very small. Yeah. Kind of thing. I I like this for many reasons, Chitanya. And well, for one, looking at the six characters who've died so far, they're all important characters, but no one on the level of a Hermione. And you know, you know, the listeners are going to be imagining that we're going to come down to some sort of Harry, Hermione, Dumbledore trio, which we might, we might not, but I think a major character, like, I mean, this is Hermione Granger. It gets no bigger than that. I love the justice of her stepping in front of Dobby as a as a flip side. And this just adds one more layer in the never-ending is Snape good debate, right? Is, right, if, yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be hard to justify yeah. that. I'm sure he, whatever you think, there's always some other thing going the other way. Yeah. I, and it, I do also love, like, not only is Hermione standing up for a house elf kind of thing, but like against a teacher. I think there's something yeah. big about Hermione being like, there are things more important than, you know, this sort of thing. And like taking a hit for because like- I'm sure she thinks deep down that the teacher stood by and did nothing too. Right. When all of this was going on with house elves. Right. And so like, I think for her to like stand up against a teacher to stand up for Dobby and like protect him and to die in that struggle, I think is, is a big way for her to go and i think a way that she i could see that that would be realistic for her yeah i like however before we we vote and agree on that are we sure dobby doesn't just wash snape we're not sure (laughs) it it might be after it might be we might be getting there we might be getting there but i think at first what happens is he goes for dobby who is like as far as like hermione sees like not armed no wand no nothing has just jumped in has just jumped in to like help, you know, mm-hmm. and like I think she sees him like going for somebody like helpless, like he's nothing and less than and her jumping in. I think the first thing that happens is that that Hermione goes. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's put some respect on Snape's name. He's like he probably has the most actual accomplishments, not just in, in the series, not just in terms of like hearing about things, but like when the shit comes down to it, he wins all his duels. He kinda he yeah, but just Dobby is is an unknown. Dobby is the wild card. Yeah, so I just don't discount what Dobby can do. Right, yeah. that his magic I'm is sure like we'll beyond yeah. wizard stuff. Yes, yeah. but I do think this makes sense, and it's it it hurts the most, and I feel it like does. that's the right one to do. I vote for Hermione taking taking the shot. 
for Dobby. So how oh. is Snape doing it? I can't believe we just killed Hermione like halfway through this match. Unbelievable. <laughs> but how is he doing it? Is, is he using that potion, Damon? Is he doing something else? He's probably sending like a Sectum Sempra. I was going to say, yeah. it's going to be one and of his prints. And he just catches Hermione like across the chest. Yeah. Yeah. Or like throwing neck even. There's that. I mean, he could do a Leva Corpus that ends up like dropping her out of a tree. I mean, he's. I feel like it's going to be one of his Half Blood Prince curses, which I we agree. did not see the extent of. I could we just see saw it the being three. actually, yeah, I could see it being like a Levy Corpus thing where like he thinks it's going for Dobby, it gets Hermione, and then like he's so caught off guard by what he's done that he like drops her and she dies. Mm. Right. Yeah. A Leva Corpus kill. Damn, that was dark. Okay, I like it. Sound sound the cannons for our dear Hermione Granger. Pew, 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 cannons, big rip, big rip, pew, pew. Hermione Granger is now the bent neck lady. Fuck and... you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck. No. <laughs> and Scott... Kyle is, turns out the next one to go. Kyle, start the clock. Kyle's gone. He's dead. <laughs> He's out. I'm so mad right now. Start the clock, Kyle, and let's talk about is Dobby and Snape about to just have an all out just throwdown? Five minutes. Ooh. I wonder if Dobby, like, he knows what's happened. He needs to warn. Yeah, I think Dobby Dobby instantly heads out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, creating a little confusion on Snape's part because now he's alone. He's out to Snape's, to Dumbledore's side. And, like, Snape is kind of like, left alone with what he's done and like and, it, and I, I think the smart thing here is for dobby to tell exactly what went down like dumbledore yeah. we know he has a relationship with dumbledore and we know that lily's in that party and right. she's kind of been trusting snape as well right and so and for this, like dobby to roll up and be like you know he murdered snape murdered well, like I, harry potter's I, best friend like yeah agree with yeah. that but i kind of thought that dobby might take advantage of his extra elf skills that he's got which is he's probably the only guy a who can operate here but he can operate people with him too i think he's just grabbing snape operating him straight to Dumbledore. Ooh, nice nice you know oh, this yeah. is what he did something with snape killed hermione Granger. all the impressions yeah. <laughs> i like that I like that. Good call. Nobody was nobody was British until nighttime came. Now everybody's British. Potter is there. And Lily is just appalled. Yeah, Lily's going to hear that and just, yeah. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do you want to try to explain this one? And Snape's like, I was trying to kill him instead. And, like, this doesn't look good either way. Like, All like, she's going to hear no is he killed a Muggleborn. And that's and all she's going to hear. Yeah. Right. And we could get Harry and Lily kind of let all the others go on to Voldemort. Harry and Lily versus Snape. But mm. Harry's not there. Harry is nowhere oh, around. Oh, yeah, Harry is by himself. by himself and doesn't know what's Has happening. He got, oh, Has no. he gotten Poor the firebolt yet? <laughs> what? going to come back and see Hermione's just dead Stop. body alone? Oh! Not, because that's what's got to happen. He's all That's what's happening. That's what... Well, yeah, because uh, I think then Harry at some point, like, gets on his broom and, like, tries to, like, scope things out and see what's going on. Yeah. And I think he does stumble across and is like, excuse me, like, you know, and then like sees the group, hears what's going on. I think Harry's also there in the I group, think he so. beelines it to, yeah, to the main right. group. Where so I think, the, is now. I think where everybody now is at, I think everybody is now in this one location except mm-hmm. for Ferenz and Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, so we have a trial of of Severus Snape happening right now by fire. Who does Snape just try to talk his way out of it? Does he start attacking everyone trying to escape? I honestly feel like, I mean, this isn't. I don't know if this is entirely in character, but I feel like this is the thing that rattles Snape so much that he's not even trying to defend himself. He's he's Ooh. he's so it's, shook it's in up front of Lily, who's the only person yes. who he, whose opinion he cares about. That's his conscience. Yeah, and he's usually so good about like being like a mask and like acting justifying. the good part yeah. kind of thing, like justifying mm-hmm. all of his shit. Damon, so, your question. Snape. Takes his own drought of living death. He's not a coward. I don't yeah, think no, he he's, he's not a coward. He would do that. I, I like just... this idea though. <laughs> In- I think Snape would see that as a very cow. I think he would see that as a very cowardly way. I should go, especially not in front of Lily. Like if he was going to no, do that, I think he would go he off would, by himself. But I yeah. think what happens is he asks Lily, like, you know, is there any way I can make this right? Like, tell me what you want me to do, and I'll do it. Kind of thing. Yeah. I. Uh, this, this, here, here's a thought. I think that we have everyone kind of like judging Snape, including Lily, which is destroying Snape. And the one person who steps in is a weakened Dumbledore. Checks out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see that. And now we have, like, it's not just a trial against a man who's completely broken. It's against someone who's always believed in the good in people against all odds. And he's yeah. just seen like everything that happened to his family right. like because of the bogart. So I wonder if you'd step in here. That was poetic. I I I see that too. I was thinking almost the same thing Chitanya. That was very poetically stated by the way. That was beautiful. But I imagine Chitanya is our poet laureate. It's Lily saying I had to do this it was the only way to save Harry. Lily almost wavering in her anger for her cuz of her love for Harry and if she's like well maybe this is the only way and Dumbledore saying Hermione's life matters just as much as Harry's, right? This is, and and saying you have no right to do this. And, oh my God, imagine if Dumbledore, what's it called? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know, Snape Snape got the drop on Dumbledore. I mean, it was planned originally, but no, I I do, because Dumbledore isn't going to value Harry's life more. This isn't, you know, the Harry Potter saga. This is Mm -hmm. games here. It's everyone's life matters here. And Yeah, uh, but it, sorry, go ahead. No, please. I was just rambling nonsensically. It, it is still Dumbledore, though, and I feel like what Chaitanya said, like, he is the one who still always tries to, like, sees the good in Snape. So I feel like he wouldn't... I, I just feel like... That's one of his faults, honestly. I feel like he's blinded by that a lot. So I feel like he would still be like, Snape, explain yourself. We can redeem you, you know. I want to say, what if at this point, Ferenz shows up to alert the team to the fire Voldemort situation right and then Dumbledore kind of gets to use this as an opportunity to be like you know Snape if you really want to prove yourself as like being on our side and being a good guy like let's go and like to go and deal with the Voldemort situation you lead the way in almost yeah like you like if you want us to trust you like you got to show us kind of thing and like let's go I like that Voldy I thought there was like a 10% chance McGonagall would just listen to Dumbledore's speech and be just like for heaven's sake Elvis and just murder Snape right there in front of all of them bravo (laughs) so I want to throw my vote in for Harry killing Snape in front of everyone and not caring about what anyone else is saying 
Interesting. He would be the one. I mean, because, if, if, if all of like them. Like flying in on his broomstick. At the end of the day, Hermione is killed by Snape. Yep. We can't let Snape. Harry isn't going to let that go. Is like as as far as I know of what Harry. Harry is, just, is in my opinion, even more enraged right. from the serious death. Do we think it. that everyone else kind of goes off to deal with Voldemort and they like imprison Snape somehow and say like we'll deal with him later go to deal with Voldemort and then Harry comes in and it's just like and then because Harry's there we lose somebody in the Voldemort fight because Harry Potter is not doing the things that he is supposed to be doing right I like that personally I feel like it makes a lot of sense because Harry does Harry has to do this it's best. a very it's a very Thor just straight up cutting Thanos's head off kind of vibe. He's just like, fuck it. <laughs> he needs to die. <laughs> Can I suggest an awesome way of Harry possibly doing it? Right? If he's mm-hmm. swooping in from afar from this broom, he hears this conversation, he expelliarmus Snape as he dive bombs for him like the snitch, disarming him, scoops him up on his broom, flies him up high, and in a poetic twist on the way that Hermione died with the Levic Corpus, just fucking drops Snape from yep. like I think that it's a little more like I think it's a little more anger filled than that. I think he takes like the Veritas serum and like asks Snape all these questions of like, do you actually care about my mother? Do you actually care about anything? Kind of like deep existential questions about who this person is to get like all of his answers that he wants kind of thing. And then yeah, I think I think he likes like Decembras or Levy Corpuses or like uses one of Snape's own like things against him kind of thing but I, I think at first you get this like really awful like inquisition like scene the real trial we had the kind of the sh- the bigger trial but this is the real trial right. with the person that i matters. think you get this thing like well you taught me about this and like here's the veritas serum and kind of thing and is like yeah. you know you're a really good teacher my guy like what do you want from me kind of thing and like it's really a big turnaround in, in, like, showing of how that whole occlumency and legit, legit, uh, yeah, legit, yeah, he's probably, he's probably like, uh, look in my, look into my, my brain now, like, look at, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what like, do you see? Right. Yeah. I think it's a very, I think we get a very dark, like, anger filled, like, lots of irony, you know, moment. Yeah. But yeah. these two, I mean, people's got to break, people's got to start breaking. And mm-hmm. this kind of like, you and know. that's what I'm saying. I think that this is what happens here, where it's like Harry having people die for him in ways that he never asked for, right? You know, kind of thing. And, and then, this is, and this is his most hated enemy as well. We can talk about Voldemort, but he didn't choose, right? Voldemort. And then, he like, Snape. Snape. Yeah. and like finding out that also, like, well, like, how did you even like know where Hermione was? And her being like, well, like, she told us that she was running off to hide you. And, like, so we knew she'd be coming back, like, for the care yep. packages kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. like, Harry had this moment of, like, my best friend even was doing things I didn't know about. And, like, now all this is, like, just, like, overwhelmed with, like, the new information kind of thing. And, like, I think that that is too much for our guy. I yeah. love the Veritaserum idea, too, because, you know, it's Snape. There's always got to be something, some ambiguity there. And, you know, when he asked, why did you do this? Snape would say, I did it for your mother. And right before right. he or something and you know the audience someone in the audience is going to be like hey now he did it for love like right so i like this idea of like harry being like you know you always taught me this was like a foolproof way to get people to tell the truth so like here we go yeah all right yeah are we is that are we all in agreement 
Harry yes. gives the Inquisition before. Are we gonna go with a Sectumsempra or a Sectumsempra? Just to the throat, just to. She's seeing like I, I a think, smile right now. I see. Yeah, I think he's too. He's definitely enraged beyond. This is an anger, like revenge, ugly moment, like a la Harry Crucioing Bellatrix kind of thing, where like right. he is not his best. He is like you know, at his his worst, like unlikableness. Like yeah. And if he goes for the throat, it's a good little subversion of how he actually dies. You know, same same area of the body, but it's not a snake. It's it's hairy this time. You know? Yep. Well, fire off the cannons for Severus Snape. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Cannons. Big rip. Big rip. Pew, pew. Shit's getting real. That's Harry's first kill. Mm-hmm. It'll be his last. We'll see. Kyle, start that clock. All right. Five minutes. So... Snape is down. Harry is by himself at the moment. Ferenz, McGonagall, Dumbledore, and Lily are all headed towards Voldemort. And Tonks. And Tonks. And Tonks. Yeah. Blind Voldemort to handle Voldemort once and for all. Right. And, and they, have the, they have some Felix Felicis. Do we think they have anything else? Any other like care package talk? Anything that they Yeah, what, what is McG getting from the... The crate and what is Dumbledore getting from the crate? Did they even worry about it, or are they just worrying about taking care of Voldemort? I feel like they're going to want all the I think supplies d- they can get. Yeah, Dumbledore. I think we established that he went is for weakened it. by his bogger yeah. kind of thing, yeah. and I think McGonagall also being like, "Oh, it's a bogger." Like, okay, like I think that she's yeah. like, I, you know, like I, yeah. I, I can handle that yeah. kind yeah. of thing. My bogger is loan sharks. <laughs> right, like it's just like she's like, "This is fine." My bogger is like <laughs> shitty kids. <laughs> <laughs> You owe us big. My bogger is Cormac McLaggen just failing to catch anything. My bogger is Fred and George with like a bag of leprechaun gold trying to be like pieces of shit. Like, I got it. It's fine. I, I feel like they would all be given something that they're very skilled with and would help them some way. I, I've i got I, one for Dumbledore. I think. I think oh, I have one Fox. for McGonagall then, too. Fox I, I, for Dumbledore. I think, that's I think a it's great Fox. call. Yeah. And I think that. McGonagall gets polyjuice potion because you can yeah. use transfiguration and she can do human transfiguration. Yep. There's something different about that. So yeah. I think that we give McGonagall the polyjuice to up the transfiguration game. And I think Dumbledore gets Fox. Yep. Yep. I love that. Now with the polyjuice potion, I don't know how much that's going to help McGonagall until they're able, like, unless she's able, Oh, actually, no, I know what they're doing. They go and track down Bellatrix's body. Yep. Yeah. Bell and McGonagall. Uses the potion and she is Bellatrix. Or Tonks, Tonks. does. Also, Tonks dead bodies. I don't actually know this. Well, you just need the hair, right? Just the hair. Yeah, hair. Okay, I, I didn't know if it had to be like live DNA or if there's a magic. I don't shit. No. Ha- hair is already just hair. Hair is already dead. Hair is hair. Hair is That's hair. <laughs> and so you have Tonks and McGonagall both being Bellatrix, and they play this very ingenious game on a blind Voldemort. Yep. Dringle. Mm. Luring them into a very false sense of security where Dumbledore just roasts them. Do you think it'd be like something more if like one was, if like McGonagall is Bellatrix because she has the polyjuice potion, but Tonks has the ability to be any, the way she's an anamorph, I guess she can turn into would? anything. What would be more difficult for Voldemort to deal with? Is there something more than two Bellatrixes that would be more interesting that 
Tonks could use her abilities on. Don't Beltrix being tortured? You could always do a, a Merope. And I don't know if you would recognize that voice because he's blind. So you're really relying on, on voices at this point. And memories, like really old memories, like yeah. childhood. So I don't know. Ariana? That's, that's, oh, we're talking about Dumbledore. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Voldemort. Oh, no, we are talking. We are talking, we're talking about Voldemort. Okay. Yeah, no, that's yeah, no, that wouldn't have anything to do with him. Oh, yeah. I was just wondering, like, I, I think that the two Bellatrixes could be very confusing and all that in yeah. the situation. Yeah. And Voldemort doesn't, I guess, doesn't care about anyone enough to. I wonder if they try to test Nagini. that theory by kind of like having Megalian, like a version of Megalian torture Bellatrix. Maybe. But this is where you really wonder, though, if he like actually cares about Bellatrix or if she's yep, just a mean to an end. I I wonder if they kind of get lulled into a false sense of security thinking they can get Voldemort by appealing to the Bellatrix connection, which right. doesn't which may not exist. Wait, is this is this pre or post the birth of uh <laughs> not canon? Surprise <laughs> Delphi. She's the one who shows up now. Delphi. Are, are we suggesting that Voldemort is this easily tricked by this Polyjuice Potion ruse, even though he I mean, watched Bellatrix die in front of him? Much? Watch it, or was he gone already? I thought he had hightailed it. Just... Oh, might have pieced out before it. Okay, I, uh, well then, that, that that tracks then. I thought, I thought yeah, that I don't think, I don't think Voldemort even like... stays around to watch her die. I think Voldemort's just like, out of 5,000. Because after know. he pieced out, even Bellatrix herself kind of pieced out with the hostage with the whole hostage situation. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I don't think right. that, that I don't think he stays. So, I, so I'm trying to think. What about, what if someone plays as Bellatrix and the other plays as Harry being tortured? Like Bellatrix is like, I got him. I Ooh. found him. I found nice. him. Like, you know, yeah. It lures him in and then he's trapped into a duel with them and he's blind. And it's, can, I mean, it's, more, can she do voices? Tonks, are we saying she can? I hope so. Or else I think so. Or else, what's the point? Yeah. Well, if you if you have two people doing it, you could have McGonagall take that actual potion and and be the voice of someone, and then she knows Bellatrix well enough to mimic her voice. I mean, Tonks is you know related to her. She already sounds yeah. vaguely similar to her, so you know. I yes. This is all, this sounds great. I love I love so you're you're having McGonagall be Harry. How did she get his DNA? I love the idea of whoever is. The oh Harry. yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, they, yeah. it's somewhere. Maybe they grabbed it on the way. I think McGonagall should be Bellatrix because how glorious would it be if the fake Bellatrix is McGonagall is the one to take down Voldemort? Like in Bellatrix's body, but McGonagall that's even juicier than Dumbledore taking down Voldemort. Yep, that's that's just so good. I like it. I'm I'm down for it. I, I just think at this point, like he unless he's like able to unleash some fiend fire real quick again, I feel like they just take him out like like yeah. that. They, they lure him into this trap and then they just take him down like a right. quick yeah AK back. And if this is like, I mean, you know, this doesn't matter for us, but if this is your if this is a book or a movie, this is your oh what the fuck moment. The villain's dead. Now what yep. do we do? Exactly. Like, there's and still I think so that many this people is, left. Right. And I think that this is when. It's kind of like everybody takes a minute to be like, oh, wow, he's gone. And like yeah. looks around at each other like and then I think what happens next after this round is definitely Ferenz kill somebody because he is out for himself. And he's like, OK, well, the evil has been conquered, I guess. Yes. Like, so Now he's just like, I want to live. Yeah. 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 How great is the visual of 
McGonagall as Bellatrix showing up, getting the wand to fake Harry as Tonks' Tonks as Harry there and saying, my lord, I brought you this gift. And him being like, thank you, Bellatrix. And then she turns and fucking... Yep. <laughs> what are you... I, dead. I mean, what? That is... Yep. And we're ending the eighth round then by saying that Voldemort is dead? Yeah. Yeah. Which I fucking yeah, love. Ends for he who must not be named, our good friend Tom, Lord Voldemort. Does does she does McGonagall Avada Kedavra him, or is she doing something? Is she like dropping yeah. a on him? I she I think she's AK and I'm just it's, yeah. It's I think very so. straightforward, and it's the thing that he thinks he can like can never happen to him. I think yeah, it's great. You know that she's dropping in classic McGonagall fashion, like some withering one liner at the end, like. You're a disappointing student, Tom. And then <laughs> and he just fucking dies. Tell Voldemort, I want him to know it was me. <laughs> so Tom right. Riddle is dead. End Oof. of round eight. R.I.P. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Cannons. Big rip. Big rip. Pew, pew. Kyle, start so, back. Yeah. Five minutes. So then All I right. think this moment of like where I think it'll be very interesting is like one Ferenc starts to turn on the group and two, I think somebody has disappeared from the group. I think as everyone looks around and mm-hmm. Voldemort's dead, who do we think is most likely to bail? I think Lily's like, out. I think Lily's going to find Harry. She's going to go find Harry. Because Harry hasn't come back. Yeah. And she, or all she knows, I mean, did they see him kill Snape, or did they just saw him swoop in and grab Snape, right? Well, he that didn't didn't happen. I think that they were gone, and then like once they they had left, yeah. Well, either way, she has the knowledge that he just killed Harry's best friend. So either way, she wants to go find Harry and something doesn't feel right here. Yeah, yeah, right. So I think Lily is out. I think someone else. I think potentially Dumbledore goes out for himself. Potentially, Um, sure. Yeah, maybe not yet. I think that Lily's following Harry. I think Harry, because we did hear that when he was interrogating Snape, that Snape got this information, like Hermione was communicating with the teachers. Right. And I don't think Harry's rage stops at Snape. I think he's pissed off at all the teachers that got the information. So I think Harry's hunting Megalion and Dumbledore. And I think Lily's hunting Harry. She was seeking Harry out. Sure. Yeah, he's not necessarily hunting anyone to like to fight or to kill them, but he's he angry. Needs he, he needs answers. He wants answers. He needs he answers. Being lied to. So yeah, right. that's yeah, that's a really. I mean, great we call. don't know if he's hunting to kill yet because we don't <laughs> right. know how much that murder snapped him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like I said, I think Ferenz is is now ready to try. Like maybe he's still weak, but like he sees, you know, they just took down Voldemort. He doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Maybe he makes a play on talks. While they're like trying that's to... their weakest link. I mean, I, yep. I love Tonks, but that's definitely their weakest link. Yeah. Like, and especially... also he's he's the most dangerous player in this game now because he has no ties to 100%. any of these people. No, he alliances. is like a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. He has no alliances. No, like he's only on the bigger picture. He does not care about this like moment to moment like yeah. stuff. Well, I could see Ferenz kind of off to the sides. See, spying on this whole fake McGonagall Tonks ruse with Voldemort. And then as soon as they take down Voldemort, him just being like, it's time, immediately attacking Tonks, maybe McGonagall trying to defend her and go back in some sort of... Do we think he jumps in right away, or do we think he goes, like, Predator-style and, like, goes off and hiding? Singles are out. Yeah. Until 
until he can like get his strength back kind of right. thing. We Dead. have to so I want to say we have to determine what the exact specifics are of his damage because I want him to be a big player here but I don't know how badly he's hurt or like how effective he is. He's still able to do some stuff. Right? Yeah, in my mind that he has like a leg injury or something. Okay. Like yep. like in my mind he's got like a bit of a limp, you yeah. know, but is otherwise like fine. Right. Okay. So actually He's not taking down Tonks, y'all. I'm going to go real dark here. Is it he's Dottie? hunting down Lily. Oh, Lily. Because she's headed back to go get... She's all by herself. He Trying sees to find her Harry. And he's like, oh, they're about to take down Voldemort. It's time. Lily's all by herself. Yep. God. And so... Lily and Harry a moment together or are we not are they not <laughs> yeah they have haven't been together since the beginning of the <laughs> i could see a very interesting forens dobby interaction where like forens is kind of like angry with dobby for like coming to the aid of wizards Ooh, you know when yeah. they haven't treated his people kindly and they don't see him as an equal kind of thing that they just see him as like a, a pet kind of thing and and really like getting at Dobby for being like you and me are natural allies kind of thing. And you're not, and you're standing up for wizards kind of moment. I think that that could be a, an interesting interaction. Yeah. I never got the sense that Ferenz was the more militant of the centaurs. In fact, they kicked him up to like, I guess amenable to working with humans. If the circumstances worked, I don't know if you'd be that extreme with Dobby. The stalking Lily in the forest is certainly something where I see that as pretty strong probability here though. Yeah. I could see the stalking. I could see Dobby being upset about it. And then Ferenz kind of being like to Dobby, he's like, well, what have these people ever done? Like for you? Like, why do you, you know, kind of thing. And, and then, being like, do we have a Dobby for a showdown then is what is I like. And Lily just kind of dashes off while that, that goes down. I like that. What I, I do too. And I think this is our moment where I don't know if Dobby levels up or not because we don't know what he can do. In a similar way to Ferenz, we don't know the extent of his abilities. Yeah, these are the two variables. Like, you don't know what either their the level of their strength is at this point. Okay, question. Did either one get a care package? Who would have sent them a care package? I would imagine they both get a care package. I would imagine that Ferenz... Unless yes. they don't. Unless think, yeah. they're not real hu they're not humans, quote unquote, so they get forgotten about. Damn. So they don't have to face their fears. Megorian betraying Damn. the tribe. Yeah, I was gonna say, you I betrayed don't think, them. I was gonna say I don't think Ferenz gets a care package because I don't think he's his friends among the centaurs and all his yeah. friends are the Hogwarts people and they're all here. So yeah. I don't see Ferenz getting maybe Hagrid sends Ferenz something. And I could see Creature sending Dobby something. I would say that Dobby, it's possible that he could go get care packages literally from the source whenever he wants. I don't think he's limited by such limitate by rules and stuff like that. I could see Hagrid setting up Ferenz with like a bow and arrow kind of thing. So I could see that. I could see Dobby not needing anything else. And I could see Ferenz getting a bow and arrow. And so... And that could very well be what you're you're up against right there is is maybe he fired a shot off at Lily and missed or like Dobby deflected it. And that's yeah. how their fight started. 
and you have Dobby against Ferenz, and Ferenz has his bow and arrow. Does does Dobby just kind of apparate and then on his head and snap his neck? Does Dobby have that strength? Does is Ferenz able to take a shot on Dobby and hit him like bullseye with the arrow? I don't I don't know. This is the this is interesting. The hardest decision I think to make. Yeah, because I don't think either one of them is like obviously stronger or better suited to this than than the other kind of thing i don't think either of them are incredibly likely to be killers and just like go off i mean we have not not saying it has to go down this way but um you know there has not uh, been a fight that we've had where kind of two people mortally wounded each other in like an evenly matched way i don't know which one of these emerges on top is it possible that they both kind of take each other out um in in some way or does one of them emerge victorious and are we saying that Harry and Lily are too far? Like, whether they've met up yet or not, can they hear what's going on? Is I don't think they care, or at least not, I just don't think it's not a care so much as like their priorities. Right. Are I think you have like Lily in like a blind fear trying to find Harry, and Harry in a blind rage trying to find other people. I, I think you're think, right. I don't think you have either of them paying too much attention. And I think if Ferenc is good at stalking, which I imagine he is that he's far enough away from Lily that, like, she wouldn't hear this. Right. I, I, I have my money on Dobby. I, I, I just do, too. I think the, pow- the magic of the house elf, of what little we've seen, I feel like he could just be like, okay, this is done. Let me just take care of you, friends. And, and like, whatever, like I said, like, snap his neck or maybe just, like, throw him against a tree and just, like, break his legs. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, I could see also Ferenc being the type to be kind of like, you know, the evil's been vanquished and I don't fear death, I don't fear anything kind of, and like, that's you what know, gets him. thing of where he's not playing for the same stakes. It's possible he saw that in the stars anyway. Like, it's possible he saw him dying. He's like, I, or he's like, I, I know already that I don't make it out. Kind yeah. of thing. Like, where he's like, you know what, and, like, like, I did what I came here to do kind of thing. I would see Dobby killing him with with Fenrir's own, like, arrow. If, if he fires an arrow at him and he, like, snaps and apparates himself with the arrow, like, to on top of yep. him and just jams it in there. And yep. then just... But I don't see Dobby being happy about this. Right? No, I, I agree. I see this Hope breaking him in a way of, like, maybe he acts in a way that's, like, defensively like that. Where, like, he grabs the arrow, apparates, and, like, accidentally has like stabbed Ferenz kind of like in some kind of way where like he's acting in self-defense that ends in like a mortal wounding here and he's kind of like oh no like what have I done kind of thing are we are we voting then for that are are we saying Dobby is taking down Ferenz indeed with an accidental arrow wounding (laughs) took an arrow to the knee (laughs) hate when that happens oh wow all right fire off the cannons for our friend the centaur for i really wanted friends to win the whole thing (laughs) me too (laughs) and i'm really bummed out now oh pew 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 cannons big rip big rip pew pew all right kyle start that clock all right we got five minutes we have six people left i believe we have dobby we have harry we have lily we have tonks we have albus and we have mcgonagall 
Who's going to survive? Day three is here, and we are opening up one care package. It's in the middle of the cornucopia, and there's a sphinx set there to protect it. You must answer the riddle in order to get the, the care package. It is one item. It is the invisibility cloak. Everyone knows this, and everyone knows how vital that could be going forward. So is everyone going for it? What's happening here, guys? I don't think Dumbledore goes for it because he's famously been like, I don't need cloaks to be invisible. No, thank you. I think Dumbledore is, I mean, I'm, McGonagall is like smart enough that I think that she could get the riddle and do it. I think yep. she got the best chance right now if people left to solve the riddle. Harry is for sure going for it because Harry knows that that's his most trusty item in the world and he thinks he can do anything if he has the cloak. Yeah, but Harry is also in murder uh, yeah, he's he's space right now. Normal like, Harry. He's, yeah, this That's, is primal predator Harry. <laughs> right, him and Harry, him and his mom are like having like a catch up and like cool down. Yeah, kind of thing. So and I could see his mom kind of like discouraging him, being like, you know, your father had that cloak and he's dead. Like so, it's not, you know, the end of the, like like you know, like it's not, it's not going to fix everything if we get it back. Kind yeah. of thing. Right. So I could see. I could see Tonks making a beeline for it because yes. in her mind, she's like, I'm still here with McGonagall and Albus. How the hell am I winning? Yeah. How oh. would they not turn on me? And how, yeah, they haven't turned turn on her yet, but she's got to make a play for this. Like and she, she has, and she does have liquid luck, which that so could make help her. her. She pops it right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. So what's the riddle? What was, what was that? I said, riddle writers. Micah, that's what you do. You write the riddles and yeah, then we God. read them. <laughs> uh, of course, of course. You know, she shows up there and the Sphinx asks her, um, what riddle thinks it is the greatest of them all, but is actually in reality quite small? And the answer is Tom Marvolo Riddle. That thinks it's a great riddle, but is actually fucking tiny. Yeah, I can move that off the dome. It might have been terrible, but maybe it's kind of clever. It's got a little play on words with riddle, riddle. Should I think we can all agree that it's going to be clever. It's. <laughs> um. So does that mean Tonks figures it out because she has the Felix potion going on? Yeah. 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 So I think Tonks is in a very enviable position right now. She she has the liquid luck. She grabs the cloak, the cloak, and then she's probably going to go off on her own. She takes yeah. the cloak, puts it on, and she just is out. McGonagall yeah. doesn't get there in time. It's gone. So now you have Dumbledore just kind of by himself. McGonagall, who didn't get there in time, yep. and talks with the cloak on and lucky as hell. What's she, what's she about to go do? Is she about to take out McGonagall? Holy fuck. What? Oh I think that she recognizes that Dumbledore and McGonagall are a threat, and she goes and tries to regroup with Harry and yeah. Lily. and Lily, yep. Okay. When you have Felix, you're feeling super confident. Also, did we just, like, blow by my riddle and accept that terrible riddle as our one? Yeah, it's it was great. No one else. It's better than no riddle, which is what it's the rest canon. of us have. True. Canon. I like it. So uh, you're saying with her feeling of luck, she's making a beeline. She thinks the place to, just like when Harry takes the Felix, he's like, the place to be is at Slughorns, Right. So, or as in Hagrid's, right? And so that's what she's thinking. She's like, the place to be is with Harry and, and uh, Lily. Yeah, I feel like just like when Liquid Luck told him to be at this very important spot, 
I think it's going to tell her to regroup and and go be with Harry and Lily. She's less likely to die with the two of them than she is with. Right. The, I mean, her yeah. other options are two of the most powerful wizards and witch, or a very traumatized house elf who just killed a centaur. Yeah. You know, like this is. She's got Slim Pickens at this point, so I, I think it's Harry and Lily. So, except I don't. Except I don't think that when she gets to Harry and Lily, Harry's there anymore. I thought. I think that. Lily tries to talk to him, tries to like work through everything that he, he's just been through. I don't think it works. I think the second that he gets a chance, he he is not going to get over the death of his best friend just by murdering one person. I don't I think that he blames Dumbledore, especially since. He's blamed Dumbledore a lot, like he's he's seen him as the root of a lot of issues. And I think he's going after Dumbledore at least to get answers. I don't think I, I think he's calmed down enough with the conversations with Lily to see, OK, maybe don't just go in and nuke like someone who's been like a real mentor. But I think he's really upset that Hermione was talking with the teachers behind his back and it basically got her killed. So you're so, saying Tony just finds Lily and there's some sort of showdown between the two of them of sorts. Or or a conversation at least. Yeah. I yeah. I think I, I think know more conversation. Yeah, I think the two of them have like a a moment like mm-hmm. to like a little regroup time. Right. So yeah. Harry flies away on the firebolt to go get go find Dumbledore, who is by himself, though McGonagall's probably headed back that way. So right. we're getting that happening. Tonks and Lily are talking. I'm thinking Tonks is telling Lily what they need to do is go track Harry down because that's probably going to devolve into a fight. And I think Tonks is probably saying they need to join forces and try to take down Dumbledore or McGonagall. Preferably one out of a, one at a time, you would think, would be the smartest route. Yeah. I... What happened? Oh, go ahead. No, I was, yeah, I was just saying, what what do you think happens? Well, I was worried, I might be wrong, because these are two of the loveliest characters in Harry Potter, but I kind of see if Tonks, Tonks thinks, oh, it's just Nilly, they're talking back and forth. I could see a situation where Tonks is explaining that she got the cloak and that, uh, you know, this is the best way of taking down McGonagall and Dumbledore, and it's the best way of keeping Harry alive, and Nilly being like, this is the best way of keeping Harry alive. <laughs> yeah. And Tonks and taking the cloak and being like, I'm so sorry. But I think Lily's got to get her hands dirty at some point. I agree. Micah, who who hurt you? You (laughs) It's a very dark and upsetting book at times. And I'm just trying to give Lily the badass revenge story that she deserves. Does she really deserve revenge on Tonks? No. But, you know, it's something. Also, too, Tonks is not... Tonks is younger and so she never really had a relationship with Lily. Like, if I remember correctly, t- Lily died before Tonks yep. was even part of the Order of the Phoenix. So yep. she's not going to, she's going to be more likely to double cross Lily than any of these other people. But does that happen with the luck running through Tonks' right. veins? Ooh. Yeah. Does that, is that even possible? Is the, it does like, does, does like spur the moment like unexpectability? stabbing does that go against the luck or does the luck defeat that what's 
I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know if this is like the moment that like she would die, but I think that like, like a scuffle could, I think, I think people get away kind of thing because she has the luck. I don't think that, you know, I don't think that while Tonks has the Felix. Felicity, so Tonks is like, weakened, stabbed. but not killed because of luck. And she's able to get away. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I like that. <laughs> someone, <has died. laughs> someone does have to die. So does that mean Harry? Are we having a conversation with Harry and Dumbledore does... now? Oh, God. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Harry's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying Tonks does not die there because she does have the luck potion. So, I mean, does Lily die? Does, does, does Tonks decide to take down Lily then? Wait, where is oh, Dobby in all of this? I was just going to say, I have a, I have a very dark... I have a very dark, sad thought, trigger warning at the top. But what happens if basically Dumbledore pulls his whole, like, I get it, you're angry. Like, you should just kill me right now because, like, this is, you know, like, I'm old, I've had my time kind of thing. D- Harry kills Dumbledore. Dobby sees it. And to save Harry Potter from himself, kills Harry Potter. Ooh. <laughs> I can't handle this. Dumbledore and Harry in like four seconds. I love the idea of Dumbledore telling Harry he can kill him. I do too. He needs to kill him, but that it won't grant him peace or something like that. But I love it. It's like, yeah, Dumbledore and Harry are dead and uh, our champions and we're done. (laughs) I don't think that Dobby would take that approach necessarily. I think he, like the way he can operate people in, I think he heads straight for Lily. If, assuming she isn't dead yet, and I think he brings her brings her in as like an emergency scenario here. Right, yeah. but, but, like, but Dumbledore's saying that Harry's like about to do something. Like I need help, kind of like go for back. Or he's now. already done something, and right. I need help. Yeah, I like the idea of Dumbledore kind of letting Harry do him in and saying like this. If this is what you need to feel a, or something like that, but it will not grant you peace. You know, something like cryptic and annoying, but also kind of brilliant. And that um, enrages and Dumbled- Harry more. Right, and Dumbledore's yeah. big on the whole, like, you're young, like, I've had my time, I've made my mistakes, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. thing. Like, yeah. you'll never grow and heal if you don't get out of here alive kind of thing. I like that. And then because- the thing cries on Harry's tears. Stop it. Stop it. Fox, wait, does Fox just let that happen? Like, Dumbledore's oh, like, yeah. Fox Ooh. is a factor. But if Dumb- is a factor. Fox used it all. To Dumbledore. If Dumbledore's giving himself up, Fox will allow that to happen. They're very uh, in, in sync. He gives them to Harry, actually, is what happens. That's why Fox is there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Harry, Harry kills Dumbledore, and then Fox turns and breathes fire on the throne. <laughs> Game of Thrones all over again. Maybe, maybe what happens is Dumbledore... Dumbledore what if Dumbledore says, Harry, this will not grant you peace, and right before Harry's about to kill him, he's like, I have to do it. What if Fox kills Dumbledore? Like, so Ooh. that Harry, so that almost, I mean, that would maybe make Harry angrier, but also allow him to kind of, I don't know, there'd be some emotion. I was going to say, like, there's something in, in here about, like, how Dumbledore didn't want Malfoy to kill him because yep. he wanted to protect right. Malfoy's soul exactly. kind of thing. So I could see Dumbledore having some kind of plan here for, like, planning his own death in the arena because and having it revolve around anybody. Fox. Right. And having it, yeah, like having planned for this Dobby kind of thing. Dobby yeah, Dobby. I was going to say, I could yeah. see Dobby being asked to do it. 
because just like how you know creature was brought to do the thing in the cave kind of thing to save um regulus Mm -hmm. i could see dumbledore kind of doing a similar thing and being like you're gonna save harry's soul by like killing me so he doesn't kind of thing i think dobby gets death like kill number two because of that i i I believe the door's like i you know i i'm not killing anyone else today harry and you're not killing me uh because it won't you know it won't take care of anything dobby and dobby just appears you know what yeah and dobby just snaps his fingers and Dumbledore just George just like just dies. So Dobby, not Fox. You're going. We're going with. That's I'm happening. gonna go Dobby just because like Dobby, of the regulus yeah. creature kind of parallels here and being like right. you know like he knows that Dobby is faithful and cares for Harry and Dumbledore kind of comes at him for like we need to protect Harry's soul. Yeah. You know, so like when the t- like kind of what he did with Snape and Malfoy, yep. kind of just being like you're gonna do this. So that Harry doesn't have to do it. Yeah. There's like a side convo that in like a pensive later chapter we'll see Dumbledore chatting with Dobby on the sly, so that we're not, so that the audience isn't just like, what the fuck? Why did Dobby just murder Dumbledore? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chapter is the house elf's tale, and we'll hear yeah. all about Dobby's upbringing. There you go. <laughs> Blast those cannons for Albus Dumbledore. Pew 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 cannons. Big rip. Big rip. Pew pew. Kyle, hit that clock. That doesn't matter anymore because we're just rolling with it. Just go. Dobby with the last two kills. <laughs> so okay, so there is Dobby left. There's Tox. There's Harry Potter. There's Lily, and there's McGonagall. Yep. Dumbledore's gone. Harry is just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I just killed Dumbledore in front of me, so I couldn't kill him. I feel like Harry's just fucking enraged. Does does Harry kill Dobby? No. I feel no, like no, I no. I feel like of all of these people, like Dobby just represents that innocence. He's almost like Hedwig. Yeah. Like he represents that innocence in his exactly. life that he's and never think, gonna cross I think, that line. Yeah. And I think Dobby is like like kind of is like, no, the whole point of this is that Harry Potter doesn't get to kill kind of thing. And yeah. like, you know, apparates, turns invisible, whatever he wants to do. So I suggest this happens, right? Of course, McGonagall is headed that way. She shows up. There's a dead. There's a dead Dumbledore, and Dobby and Harry just standing there. What does McGonagall do? Does she go after Dobby? Right. I think does does she know the plan and hate it, and she that therefore goes after Dobby? I don't think she would have known the plan. I think it's classic Dumbledore to not have told anyone this plan. Yeah, like, McGonagall will not. D- Dobby will tell her what happened, but she'll she'll. Th- it's going to be a Snape situation. She'll think that he's turned and that he right. killed Dumbledore. She thinks Harry turned. No, she, she, she thinks, thinks she thinks turned. Dobby killed Dumbledore, but not for like the reason Got that it. he did. Yeah, makes sense. And Harry is still upset at everyone, so she he's upset at McGonagall. Yeah, absolutely. Dobby team up against McGonagall. Ooh, I feel like it's. It, I feel like team ups are now in the past. Like I feel like this is a three way. They're all fighting each other. You know? Is Harry fighting Dobby though? I don't think so. I don't know. Like I at I, at this point, would he feel like he has to do that? I don't know. Like I feel like I, with his rage, I feel like he, at this point he either would or he's never going to. Right. Oh, 
like at this point everyone just has is realizing like we have to like there is only one survivor i i I think it's at this point like dumbledore's dead somebody's got to live mcgonagall's may like well i am like the most skilled like it might as well be me and harry's just like like it's still just trying to survive and it's still angry i don't know what i think that uh i think that mcgonagall might kill harry I think we're otherwise. I think we're dangerously close to a situation where we end up with like uh, Harry, Dobby, and Lily all looking at each other like the Spider-Man meme, pointing at each other, <laughs> like no one's killing anyone here, and that that'll that can't be our ending. I think that Harry might not make it, but I could be wrong. He also tends to live usually in stories. <laughs> yeah, it's his whole. That's kind of his whole thing. Yeah. Yep. But he's also I mean, running out of people to die for him. So well, that's the thing. Does Dobby die for Harry right here? Is this where it happens? Like this is the thing that we figured would happen to Dobby. No, I think I think it's I think Harry. I mean, I might be wrong. We are making it up, but I could. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, Michael. We're all reading from a script. Did you not get the PDF? You know, I... I'm going to throw my vote in. That Harry dies right here. That's my vote. At the hands I don't of... think Harry dies right here. I don't I think like so a, either. I like a moment where Harry maybe dies to protect his mom. Mm. Kind of I've, I've been thinking that from the very beginning. Yeah. I like the idea here of maybe Dobby jumps in and like dies for him. And like that kind of gets Harry Potter back on track. And just thinking like, oh shit, like this can't like this can't go on kind of yeah. like thing. Like even even okay. more interesting, what if Megalion and Harry are fighting like more directly than Dobby, and Dobby's caught in the crossfire between both of them, and that really snaps Harry out of it. Yeah, or like Dobby like tries to like get them to stop fighting. Exactly, and, thing, and then right. and Dobby is out. So here's the real Dobby question. dies in friendly fire. <laughs> How predictable, Titania. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we've been breaking the rules all along. Might as well have some predictability here. That's true. The question is, what spell is Harry using at this point? Is he going Expelliarmus? Is he going to Vodakazam? I feel like he's beyond Expelliarmus at this point. He's been trying to... Like, so, he just like, maybe, st- maybe still Snape stuff. And maybe it's one of the prince's spells. It's like, he's gone down Snape's path by yeah. the darkness. And this, oh, it's like... Sorry. So, That's how he murdered Snape. I keep forgetting to turn the timer off. So, Dobby dies in friendly fire, and is it is it Harry's spell? I think it's almost like a Dumbledore. I was gonna say, um, yeah, we never know. We don't. We don't know. Yeah. Um, And then what? Can we give Dobby some some respect here that he deserves? Is this is does Dobby have agency in this death? Like, is he trying to protect someone, or is he caught in between? I think he's trying to stop them fighting at this point. Like he, like he has to kind of defend himself as the three of them are fighting. But like at a certain point, he's like, "This is destroying these two people." That, like, I'm sure he at least respects McGonagall and he loves Harry like beyond any other wizard. So it's like at a certain point, he's just trying to stop, get get them to stop fighting. And at this point, he's killed two people in a row that he cared like he respected, if not. Yeah worked for and cared for he wants it to end yeah Yeah. and he's just like trying to tell them stop like blocking spells and and like it's just too much and it just someone one of them hits him and he's 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 down he's down 
And it sounds like Harry and McGonagall react to this by stopping their fighting, kneeling yep. by Dobby, realizing, oh shit, what have we done? And now we're down to a final quartet and something's yep. going to go down. And yep. before we, we decide what happens there, let's file, fire those cannons. Sure, Dobby. Pew, 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 cannons. Big rip, big rip. Pew, pew. Poor Dobby. R.I.P. All right, Kyle. Hit that Do clock. Harry bury him? Like, for real bury him? Like, they bust out a shovel and start burying? There is no shovel in the care packages. We can't. No. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It is the final four. Final four. We have Harry and McGonagall standing over the dead body of Dobby, who's close to the dead body of Dumbledore. And we have Lily and Tonks, who, um, so... We agreed that they fought, correct? And Tonks and, got away because of the potion, but she was hurt right. in some way. Does so, she still have the, or did Lily wrangle that free from her? Who, who, I don't, where did she it? escape and lose the cloak? That's interesting. I I feel like if Tonks escaped, she probably escaped because of the cloak. Probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I imagine Tonks, they were fighting, and then a, there was some break in the fight. She took the cloak and put it on, and Lily lost her in the woods, and she took off. Yup. So, Tonks is who knows where. On, like, yeah, I think what happens is eventually you find Lily and Harry finding each other yeah. to regroup. With McGonagall, yeah. With McGonagall, or do you think McGonagall's off on her own? Do you think she I think she goes off on her own. I think the the death of Dobby really does something, and she's she needs to go and just be by herself. And it's like group. no more. It's like no more fighting. I can't deal with this. Okay, maybe I, or she just wants to. She wants. She, maybe she even says, "Harry, I'm going to give you a head start. <laughs> go find your mom because it's going to be one of us." So yeah, I think I think that's right. And I think if Harry finds Lily and they know the only two left are Tonks and McGonagall, I think Harry and Lily are going to say, "Look, if it has to, if we have to do this." Our best shot is we got to track down Tonks, take her out, and get that cloak. And that's the way it's like about that, Harry. I uh, I stabbed. <laughs> I stabbed her. You attempted to murder her. <laughs> way ahead well, of you, son. Billy <laughs> <laughs> and Harry just murdering people together. In- <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're going for Tonks, right? They're going yeah. for Tonks, but like, is like Tonks isn't going to reveal herself because Lily tried to to take her out. There has to be something else that brings, in classic Hunger Games fashion, brings back. them back to the center of the the, the arena. The game makers knowing that this is the last bit, and they have to they we have to push the uh, the envelope here, guys. We got to push them to attack each other or die. So I feel like this is the last. Not, I feel like no more care packages. I feel like what are we doing? Are we just setting the whole place on fire? Are are we um finally releasing the acromantulas? Are are we um I don't know. Any any ideas, y'all? Fellow game makers? Is this where the incentive for the winner comes in? Do we have beyond just surviving something like the Philosopher's Stone? being set up in the middle of the in in the middle of the arena as this is that like, you've survived this much the survivor gets time turner benefit <laughs> oh <my. laughs> so you can undo everything that happened in the game god god i thought we said no time travel <laughs> um, 
I, I just feel like it needs to be something that causes everyone to really pretty much not be able to hide as much anymore. Yeah. Um, so, like, Tonk still has the upper hand, but even then, she's still going to be pretty much in the same area. Yeah, um, Cornish going. What? I said, get those Cornish pixies flying around. Damon, you want to, you've been trying to release these acromantulas for, like, two and a half hours. I said, let's get them out there well, and, and let's let them do their thing. There's that, and you can also even bring in the idea of, like, you know, Harry and Cedric at the end of the maze. Like, they happen upon accidental port keys and end up in the center of... And in the center yeah, of the arena, nice. you know. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Because I feel like that's really we, as game makers, you get to fuck with them because it's not—they're not, they're not right. running from it. They think it's something that's going to help them. Like, right, like they run to it like, thinking it's like the Elder Wand or thinking yeah, it's like yeah. or Moody's magical something. eye or something. Yeah. <laughs> like just you rolling around the like, ground. <laughs> they go to it thinking it's going to be an advantage, and then it turns yep. out it's a port key. And it puts them all like literally right facing each other in the middle of the arena. Boom. Yeah. yeah. So, and of course, it's magically happens that they do it all at the same time. Yes, and of course. All up here. Tonks, of course, is like invisible, but she's still there. But she's like, hey, this is the best, maybe the best time I have is Annie. I have the luck going strong. Everyone's there in the middle. This is pretty much the, maybe the last showdown of it all. This would be the split second she would use. If she was going to kill any of these three people, it's going to happen right here. Because she's invisible. I kind of like the idea instead, though, actually, like, like Tonks is still in hiding, like, before the port key thing happens, of, like, where she sits down with her cloak and, like, takes it off because she thinks she's just hanging out with, like, a cat that's in the woods. Ooh. <laughs> and then she gets got. know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe one of them, you know, before they all port key back to the center, everyone's kind of distraught. And I don't know, either maybe the Harry Lil the Harry and Lily duo or maybe McGonagall could find their way into the spot where the forest had been burnt down by the fiend fire. And they just see Moody's magical eye kind of rotating around. Someone picks it up, and that's how they spot Tonks. Look, imagine McGonagall just slapping that thing on her face. <laughs> Ripping off the invisibility cloak. <laughs> yep. That's incredible. I like the idea of McGonagall showing up to the cornucopia with with Mad Eye's uh, eye on, and just just ready ready to show to see Tonks. I I, I like that. Um, For finding the eye. I don't know the mechanics of that, like how you put that on over your actual eye. And it was Polyjuice Potion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's yeah, already that's used. True. She has Polyjuice. Did she not drink at all? No, I mean, I, I, she only used it for what Bellatrix or Harry. And one of those only two? For like a few minutes. Yeah, that's to Voldemort. Are, okay, are we saying anything happens before the showdown? Um, I don't think so. I, don't I think, think so this either. is, yeah, this is. Uh, it, it, this has to be it. I mean, you know, there's really nothing else to do. It's not like Harry and Lily are going to turn on each other before this happens. So, like, they they are together when this happens. McGonagall is traumatized, but is uh, coming to the center. And then Tonks, uh, yeah, I feel like nothing else. It's, this is it, you know? Sorry, we had a power outage on our end. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All good. So, everyone is there. This is, the, this is like, the showdown. You have, you have the four there. You got Tonks. You got McGonagall. You got Harry, you got Lily. Who's throwing the first punch? It, like, are, are we saying Tox is throwing that that first punch as soon as like they show up? 
she's just feeling lucky. She feels like, oh, hey, I should just throw a spell out right now. I mean, it's possible she disarms the three of them. You know, with Felix Felicis, you can, you can, I'm sure you can disarm. Yeah. Anyone. So I, it, maybe she just like tries to go. It's Tonks. She's a Hufflepuff. Maybe she goes the peace route, like she tries to disarm them and just wants yeah. to talk, you know? I don't know if Tonks, even with Felix, is taking down. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if she's able to disarm Harry and Lily. And, but M- M- McGonagall is the one who. Because too much, she has the yeah. eye, she, and she has the eyes. So maybe she jumps the gun, yeah, and kind of gets in a shot. Maybe not trying to disarm, but actually trying to do damage. Maybe she gets in a shot on Tonks because she knows. Where well, because she, she can see through the cloak. Exactly. Know, exactly. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's when she uses her moment to do that. Now I will say though, if if Tonks is feeling lucky, wouldn't she have attacked McGonagall instead, probably? Because she has that jump on her. Ooh, That's and the then and then it completely backfires because McGonagall can see where she is. Yeah. Right. That it, it may neutralize the magical yeah. eye neutralizes Felix. That's fair. That's true. And she McGonagall's does... stronger. Oh, uh, so are we are we saying McGonagall gets the jump? I think so. On Tonks. I think so. While Tonks takes oh. is, is it enough to kill Tonks though? I don't I'm not sure. Maybe the maybe like Tonks is surviving more shit than like Voldemort with his Horcruxes in this match. People, <laughs> Felix, Felix, but I feel like I mean if she's at the at, you can't just not get taken down by a spell. I feel like McGonagall's at this point is is playing for keeps. You know, she Fair. told Harry. Like, I, I, I like I like the idea of like. Tonks thinking she's lucky enough to get McGonagall, not realizing McGonagall can't. has an eye. Right. And like this idea that like it's not all about luck, it's about mm-hmm. other resources and things you know, also kind of thing. And I think that <sighs> she does that sucks. I think McGonagall goal AKs Tonks. Yep. Are those cannons? I was really rooting for Tonks too. Like I wanted her to last. Oh man. Tonks. Four, baby. Fire the cannons for the lone Hufflepuff. Oh. Don't Nymphadora. call her Nymphadora. Don't do it. I did it, but... Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Cannons. Big rip. Big rip. Pew, pew. Okay. Kyle, start that clock. We're down to the final three. Five minutes. Uh, McGonagall just kills Tonks. Harry and Lily's wands are on the ground somewhere. They're scrambling to get them as McGonagall... Is she about to shoot another spell? Is she going for Harry? I think so. Is this where the sacrifice happens? I think she's going for Lily. I think she goes for Lily. Yeah, she goes for Lily and Harry jumps in. I think so too. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the way that this ends is that Lily tries to give herself for Harry and Harry's like a step ahead of her and manages to sacrifice herself for himself first for her kind of thing. And it's like, no, like... That's not like I've caused enough damage and I've, you know, kind of thing. And like somebody who this whole time has just been trying to protect me and like that that's who should win kind of thing. And then I think that Lily has to take out McGonagall. Yep. Wow. And it's also very like it works really well, too, because Lily at this point has been pretty incorruptible. I don't think she's killed a single person until now. And so I think that like the death of her son is what. Yes. Let's her agree. do that. 
yes. in, in like a very Molly's kind of role of being like, that's really what it, what it is kind of thing that like, that that's really what causes her to like do it. Right. Especially because. Like, very fast. Go ahead, Chitanya. Especially because like, it doesn't seem that McGonagall is like taking a moral stance in any way. She isn't evil or good at this point. She's just playing to win. She's and, gone like, total logic and, at this point. She's just and, gone and, like, I'm going to detach from this and just like yep. treat and it like a contest that. of any kind and like just yep. do it. And yep. seeing the result of that logic take out her son is what pushes Lily over the edge. Like right. yeah. this is this has gone completely off the rails. Like if you, you're picturing like how these contestants were at the beginning, I would imagine Lily to be like, I'm going to protect people. I don't think she ever expected to get this far. Right. And, and then I think this idea of like how it started chaos. out being, right. That it started out being a very emotional, personal game and about personal allegiances. And then that goes out the window. And now it's just about this like cold calculated. And McGonagall is going over the top with her. Right. Logic. That like neither of these things have like worked out like either right. just total by the book gameplay or personal, like relying on allies. Like neither of those extremes has worked kind of thing. Right. And I think seeing what it did to her son, both in terms of what he had to do in the arena, and now that it's like killed him, I think yep. that's what what gets her to do it. I think there's something very obvious that's been right in front of our faces the whole time that we've missed, which is McGonagall wagered on Lily from the get go. Every move has been carefully calculated. Right. I think that in the end we get like a, a great like last one liner from her of being like love an underdog kind of thing. Yeah. And then like <laughs> Thanks yep. for the buyout, Lily. Bagman owes me some money. If it did end up playing out this way that we've kind of possibly uh hypothesized here, the irony of it being that this would be the very worst case scenario for Lily. Uh, winning yeah. but having everyone she loves die yep. as opposed yeah. to dying at the beginning of the Harry Potter story. Right. All the ones she but, how very, but how very Harry Potter of this idea of like those who seek power don't right. deserve it kind of thing. But yep. this person like is in this position and Just does try to protect. Done. And like how cool that like again like Lily not like somebody who is revered as being very intelligent and very kind mm-hmm. and that that ends up being what's most important in this not revenge, not, you know, sneaky plan things, but just like being in the right place at the right time and like getting your moment kind of thing. Right. Well, I believe that's an agreement. It's a real real Aria dropping the dagger into the other hand kind of like (laughs) thing in my, in my head of like, where like Lily's pretty sure she's going to sacrifice herself for Harry. And then he like blindsides her and like blows her out of the way or something. So he can take the shot and like, you know, McGonagall thinks that it's a wash and then Lily gets her with like some kind of like clever workaround type thing. Right. Something muggly would be good too. She used like some kind of like muggle type trick mm. to get out of like with the I, I was thinking <laughs> an ode to Harry somehow beat her with an Expelliarmus. I was going to say she disarms like her. Harry's yeah. Love. Harry's love protects her. Protects Lily. McGonagall's yep. Avada Kedavra spell, and she expelliarmuses her. I like how yep. McGonagall's in front of the fucking Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. the sense of realizing that she needs to use her brain. That, like, she didn't get to use her brain at the Sphinx, so she didn't get the invisibility cloak. Yep. Yeah. And her being like, 
I'm not the most evil or the most deadly, you know, like I, I need to like play this game as like detached. And she kind of goes like Terminator a little bit and just like, I'm, I have an objective now. And that's like what I'm going to do. And you know yeah. what's weirdly fitting? Think of how many people would be pleased with this result. Snape would want Lily alive. Harry would want his mother yep. alive for himself. Dumbledore would want Harry's happiness and Lily's by extension. It's almost like it is in a sense a team victory, except yeah. for more who just got fucked. <laughs> well, which is uh, right. which is a good change of pace because typically he's the chess master you know like he's huh. he's this is kind of his plan turning on him right i like that it's something that is very not planned that yeah. is just very like spur the moment organic kind of thing where like you had all like these best warriors best planners best everything and that in the end that didn't really matter so much yeah okay guys i got it i got the death so you know, as we said, Lily's about to take the death for Harry, and Harry's one step ahead, and, and instead, you know, pushes her out of the way, takes the brunt of the force. McGonagall thinks it's over, but Lily takes that firebolt and rides it right into McGonagall's fucking chest. Jesus Christ. Hands <laughs> her to, the, to a tree. Did she sharpen it in the end? What the fuck is... Don't what tell is Harry. <laughs> Godspeed, Lily. Godspeed. <laughs> That's, I mean, like, that's really why, just side, side note, that's why Harry's so mad, because nobody ever tells him anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went full Daenerys Targaryen at the end of our, uh, at the end of our thing here. Um, <laughs> I think I successfully kept track of all the deaths of who killed who in the order. Yep. Did you guys get that taken no. down? I did too, yeah. I, did I have too. my Excel sheet going. Okay. Well, I, I'd say regardless of how Lily takes her down, I believe it is safe to say fires... To fire the cannons for one Minerva McGonagall. Don't forget and the one for Harry. Harry. <laughs> for the boy who lived himself. Y'all didn't even let me fire that off yet. Y'all were <laughs> talking too much. Fire off the cannons for our boy Harry, as well as McGonagall. And give a round of applause for the very first Planet Fantasy winner. And the winner of the that was Harry so much Potter. less satisfying than I thought it was going to be, Damon. The hollow victory. Lily Potter. This wasn't meant to be satisfying. This was meant to, to be a practice in, I don't know. Destroying our emotional brutality. lives. <laughs> you guys are not giving ourselves enough credit. It is hard to tell one story as one person. For five people to improvise a story together... And have it make some sort of cogent sense. I think this really is an impressive. absolute yeah. win. I'm impressed with all of us working together the way that yes. we did. That yes. was fun. And I'm very, I'm very, very impressed that we... You guys are lucky that I love each and every one of you so much. Because, like... <laughs> and we well, just... <laughs> I know! Oh, well, thank you. And I, I, wel I welcome y'all all back to another episode of One of These One Day. I'm sure we might do more if people like them. Please let us know, everyone, if y'all do. But, I mean, Lily Potter, she is the winner of the first Hunger Games. Hopefully there will be more. I was not seeing that coming at all, personally. Uh, anyone want to, everyone want to say who your uh, your favorite one was going in? Sure. Kristen. I really liked the Dobby or Ferenz thing. I liked the idea of, like, a non-human, unpredictable, like, kind of thing happening. That was... That was the route that I thought this was going to go, 100%. I like it. Shitanya? I didn't see Lily getting 
to the place where we and saw her end up. But I won't lie that I did have some of these ideas about Lily getting further than she would when I suggested her as a candidate here. So yeah. I'm very pleased with kind of the turns that this took. Micah? Yeah, I kind of with Chaitanya, like the, the Lily thing kind of has a Katniss feel and that Katniss really doesn't like kill a lot and she's kind of like defensive and laying back and then it kind of falls her way. I, I am already feeling bad for Lily when she gets pulled back into the quarter quell after this madness and has to take on like the Weasley twins and whoever. I was saying, who else is left? <laughs> there's, 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 <laughs> you know who I was? I was really A hoping. very angry Ron is left. For, yeah. Ron just we, lost Hermione and Harry. And his mom. And his mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, I thought from the get go it would be McGonagall. And she came damn close. That was. Yeah. My first thought was she's the combination of brilliant tactician, can be ruthless, is so uh, uh, just so brilliant. Um, I also thought Snape had a real chance. I thought his ability to play every side. I feel like he didn't really get. I feel like he was so blinded in our in our version by his love for Lily. I think without Lily in the game, that's a totally different Snape we got here. I, yes, I think. I think so. Yeah. Threw him off his game. It threw him off his game. He was distracted. A hundred percent. I think if Lily's not in the games, the Snape thing becomes a very different story. Yeah. He wasn't as calculating as he can be because he, he let his emotions guide him, which is not usually the Snape way. I love it. Say my, money, my money was on Dumbledore or Voldemort. At least, you know, I was like, I could see them two being the last ones, you know, like standing just as far as like survivability, their strength. But I wanted Dobby to win. I really did. I felt like he's a dark horse. Like, if I, I think he got a little dwarfed personally, I don't. I think he could have taken just. He could have killed everyone if he wanted to. I think also Dobby for this for a reason. I thought he was gonna have it. But yeah. I do think he, he he was. He's also burdened by his love and protection yep. for Harry and sure. and just wanting people to to be safe and. And ultimately, that was his downfall. But I, I really thought he could have done it. So, Kyle. Real Ned, real Ned Stark kind of. <laughs> yes. yes, very much so. Uh, yeah, I, I I, loved the addition of both Dobby and Ferenz. I loved their confrontation. I like the idea that they're... Well, you get kind of two sides of the same coin in that they're both detached from this and that they're other. But Dobby represents being like so attached to all of these people regardless of his relationship with them. And then Ferenz being this kind of like all knowing thing, the person who like, he knows what's going to happen. We, I mean, we didn't even really touch on that. We kind of did, but like, it's very possible that he just kind of knew this entire outcome the yeah. entire time, you know, and Ferenz he is kind of like a part. Spock type thing of like, yes. just like, he just knows so much and has no emotion, no allegiance no nothing that he's able to really make his own choices in this game without any kind of like guilt or second thought just like you know he just does exactly what he knows is the right thing to do kind of yes. thing yeah i want to say too that i i i want to read all of micah i have suspicions about you but all of the rest of you in a good way i want to read all the rest of yours the fan fiction you've been hiding because this is like like you said <laughs> like the fact that the five of us did this together and there weren't like 
there were conflicting ideas, but not in the sense that it stalled the podcast other than it's already three hours long. But like, you know, like we, we, we didn't stall it to the point where like, no, I want this to happen because this would be the coolest thing. We had fucking Voldemort get his eyes taken out. And like, that is cooler than anything I've read in like the fan fiction realm. So that's it, my big, I'm, that's going to be like my big claim to fame. Like when I die, yeah. please put that on yeah. my tombstone. But I've, I've always been. I mean, maybe it's because I'm a therapist and I have this is how my brain works. But I've I've always loved the idea of Voldemort being afraid of the dark and yes. finding it very compelling about him, kind of thing. Yeah. So when we had a moment like darkness powder, I was like, oh shit, darkness forever. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. Yep. I yep. love it. All I can ask of is anyone who who does animation, make this. I want to see these things happen visually. Uh, I was. Yeah. Picturing- can we go like who was like your like what was your favorite death in? Oof. Voldemort, definitely Voldemort. Just the whole luring yeah. him to, into well, that. That one was that one was so vindicating. Like a lot of these were just fucking brutal and heartbreaking, and more like worse than the deaths in the in the Harry Potter series. Like they were so much more brutal because they're so much more personal. The Voldemort one, and then especially, I, I know we go back and forth on him as a fandom, but I, the the Snape death felt so earned after what he did. I was like, going to say, I, I really, one thing I hated in the series that we don't like get enough of, like, we get the prince's tale, but like, I want more of that. I want more, like, answers from this yes. person. And yes. like, I want him to be held accountable for his shit. Yeah. Worst death for me was uh, Snape dropping Hermione from a tree. <laughs> oh, Did not enjoy. Zero out of ten does not recommend. That, I think, would be the one almost, like, the most visually compelling because it would be so quick. And yeah. just, so just like sudden. It would be midsummer. It would be that scene. <laughs> it would be dropped. That's it. It would be like incredibly shocking split second of like, oh no, and like, yeah. and that would be it. And it'd be like just like one thing of just like, it would be so fast and so much. Yeah. Like, I think that that's the one that would be most shocking to see mm-hmm. in this movie that we're writing. That should never be made in this movie. That please God, George R. R. Martin, keep your hands off of this. But it should be listened to. Yeah, it should. should be listened to. <laughs> okay, uh, we've been here long enough. We we won't keep everyone any longer. Thank y'all so much for joining us, Kyle. Thank you for for doing this with me. This was a blast for you know humoring me on this this absurd idea. And yeah, uh, hopefully maybe we can do the next one. You know, I have a whole bunch of ideas for for the Hunger Games, so. <laughs> Maybe we'll do some. We'll play, kill some other people, guys. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, you got anything for the people at home? No, thanks for sticking with us, guys. We know this was a longer episode. We appreciate you. Like Damon said, yeah. If you have any ideas for this, please, please hit us up. Or if you'd want to be a guest and argue with us about who's dying, we would love to have you. Uh, we've put it off long enough, but next week, as brutal as this was, somehow next week is going to be worse for me because we are talking about the 1970s Stewards of Sound. And it's my favorite decade in all, in all of music. And we only get six songs, and I'm going to cry on air. So if you want to listen to that, tune in next week. We'll be joined by our pals Austin and Jim. But until, until that, we'll see y'all. Bye, everybody.